You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. You want to explain how the two of you boys know each other? Oh, man. Yeah. It goes it, way it, back. It's a I fun understand. story. Yeah. Uh, so our mutual friend Kyle had just, uh, I was on vacation, and he hit me up and just said, uh, hey, I'm in a band, which I didn't even know that. And uh, he goes, <laughs> he goes, our, our drummer is stuck in Canada. <laughs> the, the country won't let him leave. And the we have, country. Yeah, and we have, a, we have a tour coming up. Yeah. So uh, I was like, okay. And he goes, um, can you can you learn like 10 songs in like three days and then we're gonna take off for like it's like six seven eight weeks something like that yep Fuck. I, was like, yep. I, I don't know it man and i eventually he honestly he hit me at the perfect time wait how old were you uh this was six years ago five years ago five years ago yeah and uh okay. it was the it was the perfect time like had he asked me six months later or six months sooner i think the answer would have been no yeah and uh i was like let's go and I didn't even really ask much about the band or which I maybe should have. <laughs> you should have. And uh yeah, I, I literally met Ryan at a studio. We had like one rehearsal and uh and I met Ryan. I think the first thing you ever mm-hmm. said to me was like, Don't fuck up or something like that. <laughs> I was trying to like Good luck, mess kid. with him. And yeah. I, and I was like, Oh, I'm just kidding, man. But yeah, it was at it was at Black Diamond yep. recording studios. He just walks in, like super short hair, short haircut, glasses just walks in, he goes, Hey, how's it going? I was like What's up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was epic, and we we cranked it out, and I felt I that felt was the first time you actually saw him yeah. ever. Yeah, wow. yeah, ever. Before that, because um, yeah, our other drummer he's stuck in Canada. Like he had flown out, we did all this stuff, and then he went back, and then made the mistake I think of saying he was coming out here for work, mm-hmm. and you like can't do that with Canada because they'll just automatically they want to make money off of you or other stuff. Yeah. It was something like that, so he couldn't come. And he goes, I know this guy, really talented, super funny. I'm gonna see if he can do it. And then later the next day, he's like, dude, Alan's coming. I was like, who? <laughs> Come again? And then there he was. But it was really amazing because it literally was in like three days. He comes in and he just nailed the parts. Like our first run through, he maybe missed three things. And they weren't even like big things. And I was just like stunned at that level of like professionalism for him to come in with that amount of time and hit it at that level. It's and, everything for drummers. Oh, it was. Yeah. I mean, it, it blew me away. And then it set in after that that we were all going to have to wear a bunch of makeup and then it got I was in denial for yeah (laughs) for the first chunk of the tour I was like I mean they'll wear makeup and then I just won't yeah everything will be fine it's not going to look that weird that the drummer has nothing on (laughs) and then I just didn't ever bring it up nope because I thought I'd just be able to slip on stage before the first show yep and then we were like we're in a guitar center parking lot I was about to say bring that up and Matt just goes all right let's do makeup and I'm like excuse me come in Yep. And it happened. Yeah, I went inside because I, I had something something was going on with my bass. So I was having issues with one of my, my basses and because I, I play bass in that band. Mm-hmm. And uh, I go inside to do something and I come out and Matt 
is drawing the singer Matt. He's drawing on on Alan's face like these like weird symbols on his forehead and stuff, and like smearing like white stuff. He's like, "Yeah, this looks really good." And Alan, at this point, we've we've spent a couple days together, and Alan really is just hilarious, especially in different situations. And he's just sitting there, and 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 Matt's like, "Oh yeah." Oh yeah, this looks really good. And Alan goes, "Yeah, I'm sure it looks great." <laughs> just, just this look on his face, like I can't believe I'm in Hollywood. Dude, I remember the symbol on my forehead was oh. so absurdly ornate. Was it the same one every night? No, no. no. And, and okay. I never even did because this was kind of. He was like, "I'm gonna do it and just yeah. see what looks good on you, but then you're gonna do your own makeup every night, whatever." Yeah. And I was like, "All right, cool." And so he does it, and I could tell, like you know, 45 minutes in, I'm like, "I'm not gonna spend this much time." No way. So then, when I was in charge of it. I just went full like Brandon Lee from Crow. I was like mm. all white face, fucking black lipstick. Uh, right. I don't even. I think the doodliest that, version of putting makeup on. Yeah, I was like, I'm just this. This is my level of effort. Now, didn't it all just come off when you were sweating? For the most part, yeah. And yeah, then it would kind of sometimes it would look cool because of that. I would look like uh, the wrestler Sting after he yeah. ate a couple fake punches. Yeah. You know, it's like starts peeling off your forehead and shit. So you guys were what type of band? It was like like, like gothy punk, punk metal. metal. Yeah, I've always said yeah. just like I've always said like yeah, goth metal. It's like a like who's the Marilyn Manson meets uh, Rob cool. Zombie. Cool. Yeah, very cool, Rob cool, Zombie cool. dope. I, yeah. I've always wanted to be in a band like that. Like yeah. I always said, like Marilyn Manson, Nine Inch Nails. It was that. fun it's fucking so music to play because like as a, drummer, as a drummer, it was just all groove oriented. Yeah, a lot of double kick, which yep. I wasn't able to do a lot at the time. And did someone in the band do like? Like electronic synthy or samples or something. It was like all that. it was all sampled. All the like the extra little backup things was all on backing tracks. So, just so did you play to a click? Yeah, yeah, that was that was a huge part of the rehearsal. Wasn't yeah. even learning the parts, but just understanding like the the cues and everything between Dude, playing songs to and... a click in the studio is one thing, mm-hmm. and, and you have to know to do it if you're a drummer. To all you young drummers out there that are <laughs> fighting it, you have to do it. Really should. Yeah, I mean, there's just no option. Um, but then to play to a click live, mm-hmm. dude, that is a whole fucking different yeah. world. Oh, that 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 alone made half of every show just so exciting because sometimes we'd come out and things would just be a mess, or you know, you know, it is at different shows. We'd have a small stage, or somebody knocks something over, or somebody's just out of it. And then I, there's so many times where I'd look over at Alan and I'm like, because the backing tracks would start, and Alan's like reaching around, like digging for something, looks over, and I'm like, I don't know what's gonna happen because I was synced up with him always. Yeah, and I. Literally last moment, you hear the thing, and then he would just kind of like a robot sit up and then <laughs> right on it every time. But up until that moment, I was like, "This is this is where we screw up. This is this is where it begins." That's always the scariest moment is like just getting started. Yep. But then yeah. once you're in it, like yeah. every song, it gets a little easier. And yeah. But it was it was really cool for a lot of it's it's funny because him and I almost had kind of the same vibe. Like when I agreed to do it, I was like, "Yeah, let's let's do this." And then I realized the whole makeup thing, mm-hmm. and I was like. I don't really want to do that. But then by the end of the tour, we were having so much fun yeah. with the makeup part. Like, like Alan was saying, he was he went simple on his makeup, but his got cooler after that. Like he started putting black paint like on his neck and smearing it, and he just got cooler and cooler. And we just kind of accepted it. Right. The more we accepted it, suddenly it was like, oh, this is dope. And then suddenly it was over. And I was like, we we should have just embraced it the whole time. It was right. like a big learning experience to really just kind of let go for me at least, anyways. Oh, yeah. And when it was over, now I, I still wish. We were playing shows sometimes because it was it's just fun. It's so different from like everyday life. Like, oh, I'm on, like today I was late getting here because I'm stuck on the highway instead of I'm in the back of a van. Oh, yeah. Covered half in makeup. Tour and Alan is... just took pictures of me throwing up in an alley. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Which happened. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or you're holding up like a, one of those bins or whatever because we had a leak in our first oh, sprinter. Oh, my God. 
So I'm just for like 45 minutes, we're just driving down the road and I'm just holding this fucking just holding it up because it's dripping all over Kyle who's laying on the ground and all of our sleeping bags and shit. Yeah, it's fun because like problems then become interesting (laughs) because without them, you're literally sitting in a van bored out of your mind. Yep. So you might as well have this like interesting thing to solve where now problems are inconvenient because you have something to be doing. Yep. You have a task to complete. 100 percent. Because, yeah, otherwise you're just, right, you're just bored yeah. in the back. We're like, oh, we have six more hours till we get to this place. Like, yeah. what are we going to do it's now? It's not as much of an adventure when you're home, but then you're out on the road and you're like, yep. oh, it's, it's a fun game of, like, can we survive and can we, you know. Did yeah. you guys have any, like, asshole bro dudes give you guys shit? No, mm-hmm. not really. Like small, because smaller clubs. For we were nice makeup, dude. <laughs> no, no, it's because the people that showed up, they were all wearing it too. Like they knew the show they were coming oh, to. Okay, uh, we were opening for Wednesday Thirteen, who was the vocalist for Murder Dolls, and so it was like part of that scene. Yeah, big right. time. The my the fascinating thing, like just speaking of people's opinions on it, was uh, seeing how many girls were like so into Matt, the vocalist, big time, who like had like a very much like it was total Marilyn Manson like leather skirt. He like no shirt. Uh, he's like abusing himself, just like bleeding from the chest, from the mm. face, all the shit. And you see these girls melting. And I remember melting in, in Denver. I pulled one to the side. and I'm like, just explain to me. Like, I see you looking at him and you're so like w- mentally. What is going on? Like, what is the attraction? And I'll never I was almost haunted by what she said. What she she just said? she just goes, honestly, he's a work of art. Ugh. And I go, cool, yeah. just as confused as I was before I yeah. asked. Yeah. <laughs> like, that answer is nothing. What a barfed on her face. Yeah. yeah. I was, because here's my, this is my suspicion. It's just like any other, like, bad boy type. I think that they see that as it, a bad boy type. It all comes down to who would my dad be the most disappointed if I brought home? Yeah. And I mean, a yeah. dude in a leather skirt with fishnet like no dad is going to understand that yeah so it's kind of like that's i think that's definitely part of the attraction and also like matt's not a bad looking guy it's not like he was 700 pounds and, yeah. right you he's know. in shape yeah thin and good looking guy anyway and yep. then right on stage singing no, with yeah. shaved eyebrows though of course yeah yeah the full, full deal shaved eyebrows Dude, it's funny it's still like makeup. one of my favorite genres is like old like when Trent Reznor was still fucking fishnets, oh yeah, dude. cakey fucking shit on his face. Love mm-hmm. those videos, dude. Yeah, that's the, the. I was best. listening to that this morning actually. Just yeah. like, man, I wish I could have been there, because yep. times were just so different, especially with yeah. the motions. I, I, I totally feel the, that. The fragile tour so documentary, like, is one of my favorite. Oh yeah, things ever. Couldn't agree more. I mean, god damn, it was good. Yeah. That was kind of the one thing I had Fuck. going for me going into the the mortified thing was. Uh, that growing up, like I talked to Kyle about a little bit on the road, I fucking loved like dope. Mm-hmm. And honestly, Wednesday 13 was huge for me too. Yep. So it was a weird, like I wasn't into him any longer when we were on the road with him, but I could still pull from like, like 14 year old Alan for sure was just jamming that, that first Wednesday 13 album and even murder <laughs> dolls before that. Yep, like that's cool. It was a really big deal to like, now I'm just on the road with this guy. It was, it was sick. Yeah. And you you kind of already had like a historical love for like, not theatrical. That's not the right word, but like Slipknot. <laughs> yeah. Like mm-hmm. metal that like was eccentric. And mm-hmm. so that's, that's cool that you got to do that. I never really yeah. wanted to like be any of that, but yeah, all the music I liked was all very that way. And I right. think that at 14. Well, that's the cool if, thing about being a drummer. Yeah. Oh, I know. You just kind of be, you know, just exist it was so in the nice. background. That very first show, which was easily the worst show of the whole tour. Uh, it was in, um, oh. it was in California. It was like a, a San 
San something. It was that small room. San Juan Capistrano. We were we were all yeah. in a line on the stage because there wasn't any room. There's like, a lot yes. of there was like this much room. And the audience was just a bunch of statues that yeah. were just like, you're not Wednesday 13. We yeah. don't care. Right. And I'm I'm in this like full makeup, super uncomfortable. Like <laughs> it was the best. It was the weirdest thing to like be physically uncomfortable, oh. but then sitting behind a drum set where I'm the most comfortable. That was the weirdest like juxtaposition of like, yeah. it's like I'm naked, but I'm playing drums. So that's yeah. cool too. Like it was this weird, do I be uncomfortable or not right now? Yeah. It was, it was super bizarre. It, it was. And now full circle, Kyle, who brought us into that now actually plays for Wednesday 13. Yeah. And he's been on tour with them a, a year after that tour. He's now been with them ever since. So what? Three and a half years yeah. he's been on the road with them now. Are you talking about Kyle? Castronovo. No, different Kyle. Yeah. Uh, you're thinking Baltus. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, uh, Kyle Castronovo. Yeah, Not right, right, right. Um, yeah, and he's what's funny is he played guitar in Mortified on tour with with Ryan and I, but he's um, a, mm. an incredible drummer. Yeah, cool, like, insane, nice, so nuts. His talent's nuts. I mean, his his dad is Dean Castronovo, who used to be the drummer in Journey, and then oh, he, oh shit, um, yeah, 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 and then he was a uh, he was the drummer for Ozzy for a while too. Yep. Oh so. fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah that's oh, him. Shit. Yeah. That's and, his dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was part of the allure, like for me, because I was in Colorado, and when Matt hit me up, they had written the record and done everything. He's like, "We're gonna start touring. Do you want to be in the band?" Because I've grown up playing music, and Matt and I played music together uh, as kids and etc. And, and he goes, "Yeah, you know, it's, it's like screamo ish, like not screamo, but we're doing this, this, and this." And oh, the dude from Journey's in it. And I was like, "Wait, wait, wait, hold on, dude from Journey's in it, and we're gonna wear a bunch of face paint." Where do I sign up? Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, for real. And that's, that was Jake, it. Can you look that name up? Yeah. What was it? Dean? Yep. Cast- D-E-E-N. Yep. Castronovo. Castronovo. Yeah. He's I, I incredible. He's been in, I don't know if it's who I'm thinking. He's, he's been, been in, in other... Uh, he's been in other shit, too. He he plays on the record. Yeah. A bunch of songs on there are him. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that guy's a fucking animal. Oh, yeah. No, he's he's amazing. Especially, like, we, we jammed with him live a few times. Even, and, even now. Dude, I'll, I'll show yeah, you like, my favorite... Oh, yeah. This is my favorite... Dean Castronovo video, honestly, out of all of them. There's even videos of him playing with Journey wearing the Mortified t-shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which are awesome. So it, <laughs> oh, I yeah. literally put in Dean Cast, and my favorite thing is the second thing that pops up. Oh, the mother-father performance? Here's the thing. This motherfucker can also sing. And not just sing? It, can we cuss in this? Yeah, absolutely. Fucking sing. It, it, <laughs> is, it is ridiculous. I mean... Watch this shit. Amazing. And if you're listening, you're not missing out because it's so great. Yeah. So this is more current journey. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. This is a little older now, but yeah. that's him. Come on. And then he drums. Wait, that's, who's? That's Dean singing right now behind yeah. the kit. At, th- at this point, who's the singer of Journey though? Uh, it's Arnell. Yeah. The newest singer, that the guy Filipino guy. The guy from yeah. the Philippines. Yeah. Contest or whatever. So he would take breaks, and then he would fill in, so he could like get a vocal rest. Because that sounds. Yeah. Just yeah, just as good as uh, Perry, just like Steve, Steve Perry, Perry. Just, yeah. just like Steve Auger. Yes, and now that's so fucking annoying. When someone's that good at drumming. He's like, oh, you thought singing? I was gonna stop singing just because I'm playing drums now? Yeah, no, I'm not easy shit. He goes right into this fill and he hits these highs. Ready? Oh. Woo. Legit goosebumps right now. Yep. Ugh. Ready? Here he goes. Fuck yeah, dude. Dude, it's. Journey rules. By it's the way. untouchable. Dude, oh yeah. yeah, Journey's in my in my top ten all time. So good. He crushes. I mean, it. just a consummate professional. By the way, Alan, the fact it. that you love Journey makes me very happy. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's. I think Separate Ways is one of the top twenty-five Dude. best written songs. Well, what was that the old music band you video covered? for Separate Ways? Is oh. Un- 
Oh, please, please pull it up. Oh my God, it's great. Um, was that what there, you covered in your old band? Yeah, Cross Sun covered that. Yeah. Do you know what video I'm talking about, Ryan? I think so. They're like pretending to play their instruments. Oh my God! They yeah, it's on, outrageous. On like a oh, and they're chasing a woman too. By the way, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. Super I don't know predatorial. Yeah, this it. is Separate Ways Journey, one of the greatest yes. music video ever. Don't do. Look at the keyboard. Look at those oh dorks. My God. Fucking dorks. It's called a ghost keyboard, son. Ever heard of it? <laughs> Think how much money they made after this. Their fucking balls are all just bulging out of their jeans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're chasing a girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get in their way. Yeah, look at this. That mullet. Yeah. <laughs> look into the lens. Never be that cool. Ever. No. Ever. Not ever. Ever. Don't try. It's not possible. Ugh. Look at the Look fucking at the, drummer yeah, back there. The door. <laughs> that shirt. <laughs> Those guns. If you dress like that now, oh. you just get beat up. I mean, or. I see these guys all over Portland. Uh, or laid left and right. <laughs> or laid left and right. It's 50 50, really. You know, these guys just fucking destroyed in every awesome, city they went. Dude. Uh, man, that's we need fucking rock bands where it's like dudes with like shitty tank tops and mustaches and mullets and fucking. Dude, so oh, I legit, man. I love that song so and much. They're all forty somehow. I talked my band into doing now it. Now here's Alan. <laughs> yeah, he's in Denver. Of course, covers the song. Yeah, is it the marquee? Yeah. Yep, is it a little faster? A little bit faster. Yeah. A little bit heavier. Yeah, dude. How long ago is this? Jesus. Six, seven years ago. Just a little different. Yeah. I'll try to find the breakdown. It's so <laughs> and then <good>. kill this <laughs> shit. Oh, the symbol grab? Yeah. It's such a rad song. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> some might argue this is better than the original. <laughs> yeah. uh, and some would listen to that and just fucking puke everywhere. <laughs> Try to have me killed. <laughs> Wait, what year do you think that was? Oh, fuck. Uh, A while ago. I'm going to say, I'm going to say eight years. That's, I feel the most confident in that. 2011. Yeah, you're definitely a better drummer now. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I fucking hope so. God, I mean, yeah. after all this time. Eight years later, imagine I'm just like somehow worse. I mean, you're killing it yeah. there, but you're, you have more of like a commanding yeah thing now well the you toughest know? thing with like the the heavier like the quick like if you were standing yeah. behind me right now you would see how close and yep. compact my kit is because yep. i gotta move quick quick yep. ass fills absolutely but then well, when you can like sink into a groove you can like which the band you're in now you can more do that yeah like, yeah well and it's interesting too because that's another reason that al and i got along so well on the road was for different types of music so him and i both love hip-hop and like r&b and like just a lot of stuff like we're up on stage, like sweating and melting in this face paint, like screaming. And then we get in the van, and he'd be like, "Dude, have you heard the new like Drake song or this and that?" <laughs> yeah. And like we would sit in the back and like listen to that. And I think that's a big part of the the like the progression in his drumming. And mm -hmm. I can even see it because sometimes we would sit because we used to live together. We lived together what three years? Oh, longer than that. Longer like, than that. We were going wow. on our fifth, I think. God. So yeah, we yeah. we go back pretty far now, and like. He'd just be like, hey, check out this track. And it would literally be just like this groovy tune where almost nothing's going on except just a really clean 
yeah, and he would yeah, just yeah, yeah. stand there and air drum. He's like, you feel that? And I'd be yeah. like, you know, I can't feel that. He'd like suck me in just yeah. by like it's, explaining yeah. it. So, yeah. So it makes sense to me that progression, just getting everything in there, but still loving the crazy metal mixed yep. with that like R and B. Like that's awesome. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, it all has its place. If you can find little ways, I mean, it's a couple of the guys that are in the band uh, that I'm in now. They they like this shit too, so they'll that's they'll ask dope. me to like sneak in little double kick parts that kind of make no sense. Yeah. But we're and I still have like a double kick pedal and um, but you know you just you use it sparingly. And yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Try to stay true to like the little the sprinkles. Genre. Yeah, exactly. Here and there. So Ryan, why don't you talk about what you're pursuing now? Like, what are you working on these days? <clears throat> so I, my stories. Goes goes a bunch of different ways, but currently I do a lot in video. Um, so video production, filming, video editing, like that's my life now. Um, I play. I grew up playing music. My mom is actually a, tra- a traditionally trained big band singer. Oh, cool! And she played rock and roll. So like, I grew up playing. She taught me how to play. I mean, music literally always is, around it. It's it's always been the biggest thing in my life. And like now, it's funny because the younger me would have like hit me in the face if I said, "Oh, I'm not going to be pursuing music." Because it was like oh, after the Mortified I tour, I did so with Kyle, uh, the same Kyle who brought us together. We did another record together, um, the, us, and then his dad was on a couple tracks, and it was this big production. Like we worked with some big names, flew to Nashville to master it, where I got to meet the rest of the Journey and like Whoa. do all this stuff. And they were like, "We're being at that point, we were being looked at by um, what's the record label that has uh, Slipknot and like Nickelback." Roadrunner? Roadrunner. So yeah. they're like, well, Roadrunner's looking By at us. By the way, not to interrupt you, the fact that Nickelback was ever <laughs> part of that. I know. They brought Jesus in those numbers. Well. I know, because yeah. the know. numbers. Probably made them a ton of money. Well, they told us, they're like, they're looking at us to sign us and do all this stuff and everything. And I thought, this is it. We're, this me is and it, Kyle, yeah. we're, here we go. Like, we worked with the um, like this guy, Toby Wright. Like, he worked with Metallica and Korn and Motley Crue and everybody yeah. produced the record. And it was this huge experience. And, you know, here I am with Journey doing it. And I'm like, this is it. And then uh, it just, it's kind of hard to really, I guess, go into explain what happened, but it just dissolved. Like as quickly as it became together, it went away and then Kyle joined the other band. Exactly. I know. And now he's gone. Everyone I know that's been (laughs) in a band, like when I say a band, like a real band, a band that tours and tries to make it. Every, every single one of my friends that has done this, everyone has that similar kind of story. Yeah. The, uh, this, I thought this was it. Yeah. And it's, it's amazing. And I'm. I'm bummed that it didn't go further, but I'm glad that it happened the way it did too because I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love Kyle and everything he did for me and like being a part of that and his family. And like, I'm I'm really happy for him because um, like basically he went and he joined Wednesday and like he, that took priority. And that's great. And yep. he's still doing it and he's crushing Everything it. happens for a reason. Oh, yeah. Well, and it's and it's like and, and with that, that saying with fast forwarding it. So um, before that, like while doing music. Um, I've, I also do hair. So like I started, I worked in salons and then out here in Portland after the tour, I went back to cutting hair. So I'm barbering mm-hmm. fast forward a few years. Um, I get super into bodybuilding. I'm going to be a competitive bodybuilder, Shit. all this stuff. You can look back at old pictures of me flexing like an idiot. That's crazy. Be, I lived no with Alan. I'd be like, Alan, check it out. I'd flex in front of me. Look at me. and be like, I life is know. weird, right? <laughs> very long. And oh, I know it was, but I loved it. I and loved every second shit. of it. Cause like him and I kind of, we always talk about it. Like this is all together, but yeah. um, like being able to like even be that guy to be like, I'm in a cutoff shirt and flexing, doing all this. It was kind of a big, like I can do anything. It doesn't matter what people think. Oh, like, absolutely. I can keep changing and keep doing yes, this. Yes, man. I love that. And it was just like this big like, 
fuck you guys. Like I'm going to do everyone. anything Dude, I, I did, want to I know. Do, I took a hard know? turn in my late 20s and uh, went through Firefighting Academy, went through all the interviews, Dope. did That's that for amazing. three years. Wow. You know, found out that it's not something I want to do forever. But, but you went and tried. I did it. And and half of my friends were like, what yep. is James? Do- has he lost his fucking mind? Yeah. Even my dad was yeah. like, you all right, man? Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Well, and, and the whole reason I bring all that. little up. fucking punk kid. You just, now can be a firefighter. You know, what? A firefighter. But that's yeah. like a great story, you know? Yeah. And then, um, so then you, you fast forward that and I'm training for like my first big competition. I'm super stoked. I would tell Alan about it all the time. I was just killing myself trying to get in good shape and yeah. I got in really good shape. And then I tore my shoulder in Ugh. three places. So Oof. now I can't train. I couldn't cut hair. Um, I ended up having to have surgery. It took months to get the surgery, but uh, I couldn't work for five months. During that time, I'd always been into video and photography. Yeah. But during this time, I didn't have anything else to do. I couldn't even, for the first month after my surgery, I couldn't move my arm up like past like right right here if I tried, no matter what I did with as much work. Um, So I just doubled down. I was like, all right, it's either figure something else out because I'd gone to college and done other stuff. It was figure something else out or go back to call centers. I was like, what am I going to do if I can't cut hair? So I just started learning. I was like, how do I take pictures better? How do I film? And how can I market on social media? And I made that like my mission. So mm. when I wasn't just like watching movies and just like binge eating ice cream, <laughs> just I was like, I'm stuck at home. <laughs> uh, I was just learning. And it's crazy because January 18th last year, I posted my first video for um, uh, like the barbershop I was working at at the time. I came back part time after my surgery. Yeah, it's all kind of long story. But then a year later, I've now toured internationally to multiple places, worked with famous celebrities, and um, done music videos. And yep. my life has completely changed, all because I tore my shoulder. Right, and it threw me into video. Dude, that's amazing. It's it's nuts how things change. Well, it's because you have the phenomenal. right attitude. Right? Yes, yes. After yeah. a little bit of like, what am I going to do? And freaking out. I I tell people a lot. They're like, dude, you've done so much. It's it's just been interesting because people are like, how are you doing this and this, this and that? It, it was literally creativity driven by fear. It yeah. was, what am I going to do? I'm either I'm either literally going back to call centers and hating my life or I got to figure something else out. What do I do? Do I move back home or do I step up, put in the effort and the time and learn? So literally I work seven days a week. I If I wasn't at the barbershop, I'm editing or I'm filming or I'm marketing. I'm doing whatever I can to get my name out there. And I just so made the are, right connections. What are companies actually hiring you to do? The video production work for like a campaign or just mm-hmm. a general, hey, we want people to know about our salon or a barbershop? Mm-hmm. Is yeah. that? A uh, little of everything, yeah. actually. So I work with a lot of like um, social influencers, like through Instagram, Facebook, stuff like that, and then companies as well. So some people like in hair that like have big followings will hire me just to document like them, um, like, doing a, a hair show or cutting hair to class or just documenting a trip for travel, like for them to go cut hair somewhere. Gotcha. So I've done that. And then I've worked for, um, like I filmed a commercial for planet fitness, um, for them doing, um, like a big dance thing. Wow. That's to, a huge client. Yeah. It was huge. That was yeah. my first like major one. Do we got to get him hooked up with our, our shared friend, Finn. Yeah. McKinty. Yeah. It would make a lot of sense. Cause that's was kind of his thing. That's, really? Yeah. It's, it was more his thing in the past and he kind of has a different day job, but he's still like-minded in that way. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Just like a marketing guru. You know, I he's love that. really good at growing brands, whether it's his, his own brand or other people's. Last time he was on the show, I brought up, uh, you and I had Even just talked about like Andy Frisella. Yes. So I brought that up to, uh, 
to him because he's really into. Which you got uh, me into now. I'm uh, obsessed. Yes, Jacko Jacko yes. Willing. Yeah, Jacko's the man. He's, I've read his book yep. a thousand times. So yep. Finn's into all that same yep. shit. That's dope. So and because of that. Finn, I finally started jujitsu. That's right. Because yeah. of Finn. Yeah. I saw your shirt. Yeah, and I was gonna say that one of the things that uh, the coach, Coach Dan, he's the the guy that has mm. done the few classes I've taken. He was talking about how like the perspective of so if say you're going for like a choke or whatever, right? And you think you have a chance to actually submit someone. Yeah. And you're you're going for that Ezekiel choke, whatever the fuck you're doing. Yeah. And the guy figures a way out of that. Mm-hmm. Instead of just like, oh, I'm gonna fucking wrench down on this, I'm gonna figure it out. Like use that as an opportunity to now look at that guy's leg. Yeah. That's because he's not focusing on that part of his body now. Yeah. Because he's just fucking trying to fight you off his his neck. Yeah. You know, so that, that was a gift. Yes. And so that's what you did. Like when your shoulder got fucked up, you were sitting there just crying. Be like, now what? You, Thank you. you. That wasn't that was an op- but that's an option. Yes. And a lot of people don't do that. Yeah. Including myself. I mean, there's been time and time again where I, fuck man, you just fall down and you're just like, why me? And oh yeah, <laughs> the world fucking hates me. It's just it's. It doesn't help anyone. Well, one of the craziest concepts is that our preference isn't always the best thing for us. Absolutely. Dude. But we like, we run around and like, that's, that's our means of survival is like, what do you want to do? say that again. Yep. Our preference is not always the best thing for us. That is a note right there. That is yeah. a and, fucked up and thing to say. that's, I love that you said that because that's, that goes back to, I think I've even said Jocko say it. I know Andy said it. Like our body's first thing like to do as a creature is to seek comfort. Yeah. Dude, that's, Anything yeah. Dis- uncomfortable, you don't want to do it, but Dude. it is exactly what you have to do. Working out. Every time. Work ethic, learning yep. to edit. I'm sure that was not very fun. It's a pain. It's a <laughs> fucking pain. It's work. It's actual yeah. work. It is a ton of work. Yeah, man. And that's, yeah, that's all part of it. And that's, I love that uh, Alan helped turn you guys on to like Andy Frisella, stuff like yeah. that. Um, yeah. Because it, it's, that's a big part of it. So before, it, for myself, it was just learning how to do the things. And then after I started gaining a little bit of traction, it was, okay, now how do I sustain? Like, because even Alan saw oh, it. Right. And, and like Chris Ruby, who he works with. I remember the day... I won't forget it because because at the barbershop, well, Chris would come get his haircut and Alan, I've cut his hair for years. And I remember the day Chris took me aside at the barbershop and he goes, hey, man, I want to ask you some questions about a couple of things you're doing. Your your videos are just they're getting so much better. Like I, I it's like you're a different person in a matter of a couple of months. And I remember that being like the light that went off that was like, maybe I can actually really do this. Like I thought I could. But then somebody I respected was like, hey, you're you're doing something. And then it was from there, I started getting a couple bigger jobs and then the pressure hit. And I was like, how am I gonna get through this pressure? And then I found people like Andy through um, one of the barbers that I work with in LA who kind of like helped get my name out there. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes by Staygold31. If you look her up on Instagram, her name's Sophie. She goes by Staygold31. That name huge. sounds really familiar. Yeah, she's huge in the in the hair world uh, industry. She turned me on to Andy's work uh, and his podcast and it was through listening to him literally yell it yell at anybody who would listen and, and to basically better themselves yeah. and to get through things no matter how hard it was even though it does suck that it's worth it and it's been worth it and it's just crazy like the fact that i can even sit here and talk to you guys about the little bit of stuff that i've done is amazing yeah. and it's a test to not giving up like right. you just said because yeah. i could just bail and i could go back home and like live with my mom or go back to my old ways and like i said all those other things but to think of that when i'm older and be like, man, I gave up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, but it's it, but there's a lot of balance in that story because like you're you're taking something that you were already naturally good at. You know, you, mm-hmm. you're a creative minded person. You mm-hmm. came from, you know, playing in bands mm-hmm. and that, that kind of world. 
and you always knew that you wanted to do video stuff, mm-hmm. but you didn't shut off that part of the brain where, because people do this to themselves all the time, and I'm guilty of this too, where you say, no, I am this person. Mm-hmm. I am that guy. I'm the guy, I'm the drummer in the band. Man. That was my identity for as long as I can remember. That is a good point. You know, right and there. eventually I said, well, I'm a very multi-dimensional person. Mm-hmm. Why would I just... Mm-hmm. That's right. insane. Mm-hmm. Life is so long, and we're very diverse people. No, I mean Alan has so many different interests. Oh, it's insane. Well, that's, you have so many. We all I do, love that. I right? love that you brought that up, and that's again one of the reasons that him and I are still this close to this day is talking about things like that and being versatile. And exactly what you said, because again, that, that comment about like younger me would have been like, I can't believe you're not pursuing music. I know. Um, but at the same time, it's that ability to be like. Yeah, that's that's where you were, and that's that's done. And it could all come <laughs> back around. And it could, it could. You right? never know. Yeah. But it's being flexible and being able to move in other. And things maybe you and won't be in a band, but maybe this video production work, like you said, you've done a couple music videos, mm-hmm. right? Yep. I mean, look at Alan. He's a designer, mm-hmm. and that's brought him back to the beginning anyway. Now yes. he's designing yes. for bands, and he his day job is at a record label and. Like I run a music management company. Yep. I represent music producers. Yep. That is my version of that. You know, I I love it. So anyway, that can absolutely keep happening. Yep. And, no. it, and it likely will. Well, and my you know. my foot in the door at Rise was uh was the president at the time knowing me from my band. Yep. Craig. So, yeah. yeah. So he he might not have even exactly known man. Who the fuck yeah. I was. I mean, to to the advice to young people is really just to do. <laughs> Well, yeah, do stuff. Try and don't just go do stuff. Don't put the value of like I made zero. I made negative money being in a band. Yep. Yep. But then negative. But then you have to ask yourself: Is that the value, or was the value that it led to a career potentially? Big time. As well as a a shitload of friendships and connections and life experience. Yep. So the value can come in different different shapes and forms. Like a ten year job interview. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, where you are now. Well, on on a side tangent of that and that's exactly what alan just brought up so alan will remember because we talked about it last time that i cut his hair so i'm currently in the middle of doing all the steps to start my own like creative collective mm-hmm. and doing a thing and of course i've asked alan to be a part of it in any way he'd like to be a part of it and the name behind that that i'm still like working with is something he's known for a while and it's for me it's something that i talk about a lot especially online when i post or talk about to anything with anybody but it's called Y plus time. So it's like Y in quotes and then like a plus symbol and then uh, time in quotes. But why are you doing what you do? And do you have the fortitude to actually make it happen? Because everybody, right. um, they're like, oh, I, I, why am I not good at this right away? And right. I know designers that are they like- miss the time part. Well, yeah, and they're like, Alan's so good. And I'm like, dude, Alan's been doing this Alan for years. Alan shut himself in a dark room for for days years. and months and learned how to edit. Yeah, everything yeah. that you're just so frustrated about, he's already done that. And right. he's at this spot because he's not only done that, but now he's put up with this client and that client. And he's been on the road and he's done that. Oh, and by the way, when you were out doing this, this, and this, or you had a family or you got kids and mm-hmm. this and that, Alan was working on that. Yep. And why is he doing it? Well, it matters to him. It's music. It's There's tons of other things behind it. He knows his why. But for me, like that's the whole, with anything for everybody, is why plus time? Why are you doing what you're doing? And do you have the fortitude to actually stick through it and make it happen? Put because it, even once you make it, then you like if you make it in something, then you go, oh, now I have to step up even harder. You just started. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Once yeah. you get all this attention, you better not even rest for one second. 
because that's the moment anybody else is going to catch up to you and you're going to not going to put out your best work. You have to continually put it out. Alan was period. just talking about that earlier. I brought up to him because he's been really busy with, with that <laughs> stuff. And it, <laughs> yeah. It's like, man, you know, it's like, be careful what you wish for. But oh, you yeah. obviously can't complain that now you're getting a bunch of work. It's just mm-hmm. a matter of keeping this ship going and, and growing it. And Yeah. Dude, that's, I think that's kind of, <laughs> yeah, and Ryan and I, a lot of our talks now are we, the the common kind of core between us is we've each been in this really like kind of uh we're both grateful for it but we're in this interesting dilemma where we have to learn to start saying no more yeah yeah. and that's a it's It's really difficult to flip your brain at 180 degrees when you know i remember what it was like to just wait for that one email i just wanted one band (laughs) to get a t-shirt designed for me for 50 fucking dollars you know like that was just that's all i wanted and now it's at a point where uh, you know, I'm I'm lucky enough to work with huge names and actually think to myself like, fuck, dude, like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. And you think yeah. like you don't want to do shit for the Grateful Dead. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> what do you mean you don't want? You're telling the Grateful Dead no. Yeah. Like, like who are but you? I'm like, yeah, I am because I'm tired. Yeah. It's like you're tired. Yep. But it's like you have to understand that there's there is validity <laughs> to that, that I'm no good to anybody if I just keep kind of. If, if I go more prostitute yeah. with it yeah. than graphic designer with it. Yeah, absolutely. That was a, a huge lesson in, in firefighting, you know, because they, they drill that into your brain all through the academy and, and after that you are of no use to anyone if you die. Yep. Yeah. So if you're the firefighter 100%. and you go into the structure to get someone and you're just fucking the, that crazy guy that's kicking open doors and yeah, then now now only not only are you going to not be able to get the, the person that needs your help. But now everyone else on the department's gonna go up to get you. Yep. So your best buddies and the people that you love are gonna go risk their life to yep. get you. And it's it's no difference. Like if you can't take care of yourself, if you're not exercising, eating right, sleeping, you know, doing all the things that makes an Alan Ashcraft happy, mm-hmm. yeah, then you're gonna be of no use to your clients. Yeah, it's true. And I mean, this all kind of falls into an even larger, kind of more broad conversation about self-care in general yeah. or boundaries. Shit, Big time. Like That's so far this year, 2019 has been really like boundaries has kind of been um, it's been the theme for me with friends and family specifically. And you as you start to um, enforce boundaries, you realize why people don't fucking do it. Big time. It's real fucking hard to tell people uh, that you that you care about, that you talk to every day, that you are invested in, that invest in you. To tell them no, yeah. Essentially, after years of saying yes, yeah. And, but then you realize it, something's got to give at some point. You can't saying yes all the time is just eroding your spirit yeah. and your motivation. And and it's been the best thing I've ever done. It's just really, really challenging. It's very t- especially when it's especially when it involves work. Yeah. On, on top of that, mm-hmm. <clears throat> when you try really hard to get to a certain level, and like for me, that's something I'm still working with. We talk about it all the time. So I, as of next week, don't cut hair anymore. So I, I'm full time with video, which has been a dream of mine. And I'm so full of work right now that, especially for this next week, it's like a nightmare trying to get it all done plus cut hair. And then even after that, I'm trying to figure out ways to still say no because I have so many opportunities coming. And it's just this huge, like, the, the first thing that went for me was my health a couple months ago. Like I'm, I'm fine, but like I haven't been like I stopped going to the gym and like eating right. And for yeah. me, and and like I said, with working out and like Alan knows me, like that's a huge part. But mm-hmm. I felt so much pressure because I've had a lot of big names um, hit me up, and I'm like, like I'll I'll check my email and I'm like, is this real? Right. And, and then oh my god, it is real. And then they're like, can you get this done in a couple of days? And I'm like, in the back of my head, you can't. And I'm like, and I 
I've already typed and pressed yes. And I've, <laughs> I've hit yeah. sent and I'm like, yeah. oh, well, now I'm screwed. Yeah. And so like in a couple of days, uh, I have a couple of days, I have another video. Um, so the singer Sierra, mm-hmm. Sierra, I always say it wrong. Like I have something. Oh, I thought it was Sierra too. Is, is it Sierra? That, um, Russell Wilson's wife. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. I have a, my second video, behind the scenes video from a, stuff I did with her will be coming out in a few days. And I have to finish doing that. Oh, short right. notice i have now two videos due for them within five days oh, on top of uh other client work and then you guys we were talking about andy Frisella. um i've been super fortunate here recently um i got hit up by a, a local local fitness like i guess you could say celebrity influencer here in town her name's uh claire thomas and she's huge and she's one of uh first forms um andy's company one of their elite athletes. That's like the, the ripped blonde one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's, and she's amazing. One of the best people, clients I could ever have asked to work with. And it's just, it's amazing. So I have that, and then Sierra, and then these other things, and they're coming up, and I keep turning around, and I'm like, uh, yeah. can I breathe? Oh. <laughs> yeah. I, I think one of the hallmarks of like a successful creative or, or anybody in any industry is that their fear of not, performing at 100% outweighs their celebration about getting the job in the first place. Yeah. Because I think I think some of the amateurs out there, they will celebrate this gig that they just got so much that it'll cause them to not even really put focus into the work. Yeah. But then those of us that pride ourselves on like this pursuit of greatness and and be the best that we can be and continually learn and execute, we're more worried about not being able to do our best that at least for me, I'll get some of these gigs, these names that 10 years ago, I would have been like, what? No mm-hmm. way. I'm working for them. I But now I just, I don't even celebrate it. I'm just like, okay, this is a job. Got to yep, get this gotta done. Get through it. And it's not even because I'm jaded. It's because I respect this client and as well as myself and my name so much that I need to, I need to get this right. And I love yeah. that you brought that up and you guys, especially with uh, the, the people you guys have had in here, because I've, I've seen the list and I've, I've listened to it. Um, when you, it goes from, oh my God, I got this job to now you understand because of the work that you've put in, you see what other people and under other individuals and groups and bands, whoever have done to get to where they're at. And just like Alan's saying, when they're like, we need this from you, you go, of course you do. That's because that's where I'm good. And I'm going to deliver because you respect them at that level. Oh yeah. And it's just crazy right. how things change because it goes from, if I could just work for this person and then you're like, oh, they're a badass and they've had to crush to get to where they're at. Yep. I have to do the same. And that's where that intensity of trying to perform at every level really kicks in. And then, then there, then there comes a balance. And now you're like, what do I say no to for every, it's just this big circle of how do you, I don't know, really balance that. Yeah. Cause it is a respect thing. Like you just said, like it's, it's one thing to be like, Oh, I've got this up in here. And then you're just like, well, these are people that work hard. They need the best for me. And then you're like, okay, I'll give them my best. Now, can I give myself my best? And then right. you start to go through it. It's very interesting that yeah. you brought that up because that's currently that's the theme in my head that's constantly because I've been editing all day. I filmed a, 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 a interview and a small thing this morning for a local company, and I've been editing since six this morning or whatever. Just and in then, front of your computer all the time. Yep. So I edited this morning, went and filmed, came back, kept editing. Do you edit on a, a desktop or do, do you do it? I have on, both. Yeah. Uh, so I have a I have a, a desktop, so a custom build um, with a. It's a Hackintosh. So one side's Hackintosh, the other side's PC, so I can go between the two. And then I have a laptop. Um, 
one of these MacBook. Pros yeah, a, a pro. Yeah, yeah. Um, for travel. Cool. Um, and it's funny because I got like the nicest one with like all the power because I'm like I'm gonna need this for editing and I never use it. Mm. I only use it on the road to back up my files because I hate editing on it. <laughs> Are you a uh, work? So it sounds like you're a work at home kind of guy. I am for the most as much as I can when I when I'm out um, traveling obviously I'll do whatever I have to so like last year when I was in Russia um, I'm out there filming in Russia and like I had to get stuff done and like you're just sitting in a hotel and it's two in the morning and I'm like I don't even know who I am anymore I need to get better at <laughs> learning how to, to work effectively at home really uh, yeah it's it's bad I'm spending like half of my salary at Starbucks at this point really yeah it's bad I mean you the first time you met me at that Starbucks I was like this place is like my cheers is and it then, just easier because you're out of the house? Or do you get more done when you're out there versus I think I out? just, uh, I'm a weird fucking guy. I get kind of depressed <laughs> and anxious and I have to leave my house. I get that. It's I mean, literally tough. just like the drive from my house to Starbucks makes me happier. Yeah. Just because I now I'm seeing people. In the I've been dealing with that recently when I really? when I bought yeah. my house. My favorite room. And I'm super ADD. My favorite room in that house was what was going to become my office. And I'm that like, back room? Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to live in this. I have an yeah. office. It's ready Dude, to go. Never I can't go in it anymore. I don't. Something really? happened. And I'm just like, no, it's too like. So where do you edit? Secluded. So out in your living room? Um, No, no. I will either force myself to go to that room to do it in that room. Or I will uh, with my MacBook, which I I hate doing anything on my MacBook, like right? Anything heavy, yeah. Uh, but I will in the living room on on my MacBook do it if it's like if that's. Would possible. you say it's like half and half? Like no, it's probably 75 percent in that room. I don't want to be in anymore. Uh, yeah, and then twenty five the other, and then I think about. You but know, you don't ever go like you don't do what I do. You don't go to a coffee shop. No, or some but shit. for the same reason that I don't even want to be in my living room is I have to be on this MacBook Pro. It's just not. I have some files that are like three, four gigs. That makes sense, for, especially what you guys are doing. Takes thirty five minutes. Because you need minutes. a mouse too. Like, yeah, that yeah. too. Yeah, I carry yeah, the mouse, and then if I can, I hook up to other screens. Because mine's and... all just people. I'm just talking to people all day. I yeah. have to be on the phone, and you know, WhatsApp with a band from Paris, yeah. for example. Makes oh sense. yeah, with, so it's if, all just like if my shit was all communication you know, based, I'd probably do the coffee shop thing too. Oh, because it gets sure. me amped too. I'm around to the you're people. Around people. And, yes. I don't know. Yeah, that's if huge. I'm at home, it's like. Curtains, Netflix. Would you consider yourself an extrovert then? I am definitely. I, my wife had to figure it out. There's like a version of it. I'm, yeah, not like hardcore, but yeah, hardcore textbook extrovert. One of the qualities is that they they get high on the presence of people. I definitely do that. Yeah, interesting. I I mean, I also I can get like party anxiety and all that stuff can happen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I definitely one of those people that I I don't understand people who are like seclusion kind of people uh-huh. like I, I used to work with this guy at the crystal ballroom i won't say his name but <laughs> he <laughs> lived in the same studio apartment for well over a decade and it was in really pretty much the same building as crystal ballroom like the same square block wow and so he would leave his apartment go to work and then after work go back to his apartment Jeez. No that's pretty way. much it he has no girlfriend wife roommate nothing whoa at one he told he told us with some other people around that he he and to, he thinks that he hadn't left the downtown Portland area in over 15 years. <laughs> Seriously. I swear to God. That's, that's that's crazy. That's some Howard Hughes shit. That's crazy. He does the same thing every day and uh, happy enough, I guess. Maybe. It's he funny. also seems like a serial killer. But yeah, you know. well, that'll happen after 15 years of not leaving your house. <laughs> Maybe that's why he wasn't I don't know, leaving. Man. Yeah. He had some bodies to snack on every day. <laughs> Oh my god! Word. That's gross. Yeah, I I've cut hair for so long. Like it's been ten years. I've been doing that when I, especially when I wasn't playing or touring or doing whatever. And 
for me now, like I love being at home editing. Mm. And and I, I have no problem getting along with I can get along with anybody, especially in my chair. Like Alan knows me, like when I'm at work, it's like I'm a different version of myself. I like that guy, but at the end of the day, I can't even I can't say anything to anybody anymore because I'm so emotionally yeah. drained. So yeah. now I, I love it. I wake up in the morning, make my coffee. I watch stuff on my phone to like get jazzed up. I'll like stretch or whatever. And then I just fall into this hole of editing and I'll look up and I'm like, fuck it one. Yeah. And then I'll, you know, my, my cheers is the, the Fred Meyer yeah. by where we used to live. Burley I drive down Fred there. Meyer. Yep. I walk down there. I'll, I'll drive down there and I just walk through and I'll get like a candy bar. Just to be outside. Just yeah. to get out. And then I go back and I sit on the porch and I'll like eat it and I'll be like, all right, and I'll go back in my room. Right. And then See, I'm yeah, like I, I would it. have to at least do that. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. if I actually worked from home exclusively, yeah. I would at some point have to do that. Well, yeah. those breaks are good too. They say that that's every hour you're supposed to take 5 minutes. Yeah. And I I do oh, the exact God. opposite of that. It's I, hard. I I'm even worse. Too. I whip Especially myself. I'm just like I've yes. been sitting here 7 hours and then I'll, but at the same time I'll be like, yeah, and you're not done. But I, and again, I need to like figure crazy. my shit out on. Mm-hmm. I I'm losing my We all do. I am like the most procrastinating like like the fact that the podcast is, it's I'm just waiting and now right. we're late and now it's even later and later. Mm-hmm. It's like I just put something off that I know I have to do. And then instead of like working a healthy eight hour day and taking those breaks every hour mm-hmm. like an own person, I'll wait and then just work like, you know, a, a seven hours straight where I literally don't look up one time. Yep. Yeah. You know, I need to piss. I haven't fucking drank water. Yep. My phone is just on like a million messages. Yep. My wife can't get a hold of me. Yep. People think I'm dead. Like, yeah. it's yep. fucking so stupid. I know that life. Or just space it out a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's I'm, tr- I'm trying. I'm trying to build more routine and, and trying to actually exercise for well, the first time. Well, and you time. mentioned Jocko earlier. I mean, he's the one, he's the first person I ever heard say that 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 phrase, um, discipline equals freedom. It's so true. And mm-hmm. and it is it's 100% true. But it's so true. Yeah. The more I don't work out or take care of certain things, then the, and I watch other things fall apart, yeah. and I'm like, if I would have just been good enough to just do this and stop being a pansy or like you, you, you guys know David Goggins too. Like yeah, David Goggins in my head insane. and it's just like, quit being a you pansy. Know Cameron Haynes. Uh, if you I know David so. Goggins, usually people know him. Mm-mm, I'm not familiar. I have to look him up. Yeah. They, uh, do you know Cam Haynes? Yeah. Yeah. He was on the road. He's actually a local ish guy. I think he lives in Eugene. It's like a hunting buddy of, uh, Joe Rogan's. They are always, is he the guy that says, uh, be better? Is he the one with that? Because that's one of my. No, his oh, is God. like uh, something like work, work harder. No one cares. Or something. Yeah. Oh yes, that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, so on my, it's I forget who it was. Um. So it's it's not really anything I really talk about. Like I'm not one of those one of those guys. But I don't eat meat or dairy or anything like that. But I'm not like hey, you gotta. I'm not yeah, that yeah. guy. A friend of mine who's a huge redneck and big hunter, and I say redneck with no offense to anybody yeah, yeah, he calls yeah. himself that and i grew up with rednecks and i uh, yeah, yeah i mean if you love are one that's great i love it we'll probably get along i was growing um up. alan knows him this guy's mm-hmm. name is earl oh, yeah. and literally guys well he his, his his name's joe but he goes by earl and mm-hmm. earl if you listen to this i i hope you enjoy that i'm talking about you <laughs> egotistic maniac he i took a picture once of my my desktop and it said no one cares nobody cares work harder and yeah, he yeah. goes i didn't know you're a fan of, of that hunter I was like, what are you talking about? Because <laughs> I've always said that and I've never even heard that guy. Oh, wow. And he's like, and he sent me posts from that guy and I was like, this motherfucker. This motherfucker. <laughs> so now mine is just be better, which I have on my phone. That's probably So every better. time I pick up my phone, I'm just like, oh yeah, be less of a piece of crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Try to be a little bit better, you piece of crap. It's so true. <laughs> but, That's rad. But you know, I love that. When we lived together, uh, 
I was I was vegan too, just out of laziness. Yeah, I just eat what you had. <laughs> it's amazing. I did that shit for like I was a vegan for like almost four years. Yeah, that's hilarious. yeah. I would make us extra food, and I'd be like, "Do you want some of this?" He'd be like, "Fuck yeah, yeah." Fuck yeah. yeah. Is if I wasn't cooking, he was eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah. off a paper plate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in his that's room. Great. Yeah, with like a yoo-hoo. Yep, that's Alan's diet. All Do you day. cook at home now, Alan? I just got a rice cooker. Um, that's a huge step up yeah for Alan and so I'll Is do it? a lot of yeah. like rice and vegetables and shit but you know yeah. there's, there's are you still... eating out most of the time oh yeah, yeah. dude it's hard not to I, Postmates is it's my really shit. hard not to oh, Postmates is the only Postmates. app on my phone now I can't even make phone calls from my phone it's just fucking <laughs> it's Postmates just it's just for Postmates oh my god and if it's not Postmates then I'm just snacking I got uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch yep and I got some of Conor McGregor's whiskey <laughs> and there you go that's, that's it yep that's are you diet. eating pretty healthy no no, I was wondering about that because no. you're you're into running a lot now. Yeah, I I work out a lot, but I love you basically you have, work out enough that you can eat whatever you I want. I need now. to. Yeah, I have. I work out more than I should have to because my diet is terrible. The other day I was I was just smashing like that's the other thing too is <laughs> when I make uh, cinnamon toast crunch it's like fucking four servings and I don't yeah, use an actual I use the spoon I use is closer to a shovel yeah. than anything else. <laughs> it should be. That's and, how you eat it. And like so I'm, I'm snacking and no shit. Uh, a YouTube ad pops up that just says it's some dude working out and he's like, you know, fitness is, is 80% diet, 20%. And yeah. I'm just, I'm crunching so hard on this You're shit. You're like, you got that right, buddy. Oh, I'll just run fuck. more. Oh yeah. I'm just, I'm addicted. Uh, like everybody else, I'm addicted to sugar, dude. It's just, oh, no, that's it's so fucking good. Drug. Like yeah, the other yeah. day I, I had a craving and it was for toaster strudels. Like, yeah. oh, and, and is like, there what a is worse that? fucking thing for you? That's like that Louis C.K. joke where he talks about eating the, uh, the, the hot, oh, cum hot muffin. It's, yeah, and it's the hot juice. <laughs> yeah, cum muffin. <laughs> the fucking. Uh, uh, I like. Yes. Yeah. You, yeah, you messed up what he calls it, but somehow made juice. it worse. <laughs> yes. What did you call it? He called it a cum muffin. Well, because. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, what he, it is. It's well, because he talks muffin. in that joke, he's like, it's like a hot little bucket of cum that, yeah, you, yeah. that you put he on says, your... Yeah, give me the jizzy syrup. Yeah, give me, no, give me the... Sir, that's the old one. Now, give me the yeah, old one. Remember, I want the more... It's record. the airport that he landed. Yeah, yeah he's <laughs> like, so I'm home. I'm safe. I don't need to I eat this right home. now. I could go that's home and eat a fucking part. banana or something. I want this right now. Dude, It's that whole... What's that saying that he said? The meal's not over until I hate myself? Yeah. That's been me for the past two months just to get through editing. I know. Because I'm just like, ugh. So are you still working? out though um not lately and and that's because like i said before that balance of oh, trying yeah, to do all that, that stuff um but, but when you do work out what does that look like so are you that's thank you for that question that's so that's actually a huge reason why i have to go back to it i mentioned my shoulder being screwed up mm-hmm. a huge part of me getting better was rehab for my shoulder and half of everything i have to do is for um, rear delts so for like for my back and it actually goes for anybody in here, like even right now, like they're on their phones. So I got a bum shoulder too. Well, and, they're, and your head's down, right? Yes. And they're doing this. So everything, yeah. like literally, like um, there's a few different head. people I follow too, because I'm huge. I still love everything about fitness. And like like I said, Claire, the girl I just filmed and work with, meeting her in person, I was I like met her and I was like, oh, I am a piece of crap. Yeah. She's in the best shape I've ever seen anyone <sighs> in my life. So and, much work too. And it's so impressive. And I was like, oh, okay. But one of the things you learn especially with shoulders and it goes for anybody that works at a computer, no matter what you do at a, when you're working out, even if it's at home, like laying flat on the floor, like on your stomach, you need to be doing exercises where you're strengthening your back and your back shoulder blades. So like I do a lot of face pulls, but when I usually, when I was Mm. working out or even before I've stopped recently, um, usually five days a week before I got hurt, it was seven days a week. Um, 
but it's usually just a little bit of cardio and mainly lifting, but lifting at such a heavy rate that you're getting your cardio while you're lifting and you right. do it in a shorter amount of time. So I would be, gotcha. I went, I used to, when I lived with Alan, when I was trying to get really big, I'd be in the gym up to two hours a day. Um, but but bodybuilding is different. I mean, that's super different. Yeah, it's very specific. Yeah, especially isolated. But mm -hmm. now it's like 30 minutes to 45 minutes, just intense, fast and heavy. Do you listen to Tim Ferriss? Yes. He talks about a similar way. He works, I think, like 15 minutes a day. Yep. But he does like just the most intense like weightlifting that yep. he's getting both in. It's mm. all about the, those key lifts, especially anything compound. So compound lifts at the right intervals, right amount of times in a week will yield the most results. But for me, lifting especially, and I'm sure mm. a lot of people relate to this. I won't speak for anybody, but I speak for myself like... I definitely know that I, I have like just a ton of crazy demons in my head that are constantly just like they're always at battle and it's one asshole demon versus the other. And then there's an occasional good guy in the back that goes, no, nah, dude, you're awesome. And then they kill that guy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And that's like every five minutes. So going to the gym and listening to like it's funny because I'll be in there like being all intense and it'll be like an interview and they'll be like, so tell me about the time. Yeah. Today. And I'm like, <laughs> so I'm either doing that or listening to like Slipknot or Chelsea Grin or something crazy going. Right. And that's like my therapy. So Absolutely. I realize I need to go back to that yep. because I'm getting crazier because I'm not getting that crazy out. And now that you're right. so busy, you're just going to get crazier. Oh, dude. Yeah. It's yeah. I'm just, I'm how, how am I alive right now? And then you're yeah. going to get really bummed when you get like a really bad cold. Oh. It's going to take you out. Like that happened to me. Remember how like, long I was sick? I was sick for like two weeks Why, straight. I Ooh, think that's brutal. You and I are similar I to Ryan. Way too busy. It wasn't working out. Like, yeah. Well. The three of us are similar too to where it's, and this has been a huge focus for me, that we all get off on getting things done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's where like sicknesses and injuries are especially bad for us because we we put so much I of our personal value on what we're accomplishing. Yeah. yeah. So that's why it's, I try to look at productivity as uh, it's a drug. Yes. And everything in moderation, yep. including what we think in our head is the mm. most positive thing ever, which is accomplishment. Yes. If I accomplish a billion things, so what I'm does now that mean, God, though? right? Are you saying that yeah. if, so like when you get sick and you can't, you can't No, I'm be saying before, before you even get sick, because this is all for when you can't work, you have to, when you can work, even when you feel amazing and you're like, yo, I'm going to stay, I'm going to stay at the office 16 hours. <laughs> I'm going to get my whole week done today, today. and that's going to be dope, right? No, because then you're, you get a little down on yourself because you're now tired from doing that. Yep. So you spend the rest of the night, like, you know, snacking or you go to bed early, whatever. Mm, you and then you're a little else. burnt the next day. So you don't get anything done. So it's similar to that discipline equals freedom thing. Yeah. You have to, there's got to be some days where you go, I could work for yeah. sure, but I'm starting to feel a little high anxiety in terms of, uh, you know, if, like if you're ever sitting, James does it sometimes. I do it too. Uh, if we're not like tapping, you know, drumming mm -hmm. or like shaking our feet. Cause this yep. is like, Hey, I'm sitting here talking. I could be getting something done right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always moving. And that's, Bad. that's a thing that James and I talk about because that's us not being present, yeah. which is the most important thing. So you have to, you have to put not being productive. You've got to make that a task. Yes. That's got to become a normal thing so that you have a balance of knocking shit out, but also just fucking relaxing so that when you get sick, you're like, I relax sometimes and now I can relax while I'm sick. And I won't get something done and it's not the fucking end of the world because yeah. I include not getting shit done in my schedule. And I love that. That's right. Alan's actually the first person I've ever actually heard say that. And people talk about priorities, prioritizing self-care. Yeah. And that's technically a form of that. But stated that way almost makes more sense to me. And yeah. also, if you remember, this is a key thing that he brought up. Uh, I think it was the last time I cut your hair. 
and it's something I've been thinking about. And even though we're talking about how, like, I know I'm busy right now, but like, it'll, it, I know it's going to calm down a little bit in a couple of weeks, hopefully. Um, but now it's in it. And I know you guys have heard it and you've probably talked about it in here or with other people. But my biggest goal now is actually not to say that I'm busy. Yes. I, I'm, I no longer want to be busy. I, I want to be productive and I want to enjoy where I'm at when I'm in it. And that, I think, if I can get close to that, is going to be a huge win in life all around. Because really, that's the thing. Because I, when I think about, because it, it, like I said, that shift with I started doing videos and then suddenly things picked up. And then everybody that sat in my chair were like, man, you've been so busy. I was like, yeah, I've been busy. And they were right. I've flown all over. I'm doing all these videos. I'm popping up and all this stuff. Like even like my own stats, even like on Instagram and stuff like that started blowing up. And mm -hmm. I was like, who am I? This is kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. And then a week later, I'm like, oh, now I can't sleep. And then I'm having dreams where I'm editing. I, and this, is hap this happened to me the other day. I was editing in my dream and I pressed something and it didn't work and the thing shut down and I lost a file and I had to tell a client and they're yelling at me and I woke up sweating. And I was like, that level of what I've now put on myself is no longer like, I can't even enjoy this quote unquote success no, because I'm so busy. Yeah. I want to be productive and having like dope experiences within that. And that's that prior right back to prior prioritization. You could literally call that the theme of this yeah. podcast, like taking care of yourself in yeah. that way. Because I know again, and that's the other thing you brought up, which was amazing, was the level of what you're putting out. And that's what's hard for me. So I've had like bigger people or whatever be like, hey, can you do this video and this and that? And I'm like, yeah. And then they're like, why is it taking so long? And I'm like, well if you see how I do the stuff I do you would understand because people are like, well, this guy busts out a video really quick. And I'm like, well, yeah, there's no sound design. He hasn't done any color work on it. There's no overlays. Where's the graphics? Where's this and that? All he did was line up some clips and yeah, maybe it looks cool, but if you want my video, what I'm going to do, this is the process. Mm -hmm. You have to understand that. And I put that on everything I do and then it magnifies. And then that's where it becomes that overwhelming sense of I've got to do the best for these people that I respect and now my own personal world is melting. And it yeah. comes right back to the, yeah. how do I enjoy this moment? And Alan yeah. stating that, going, I could work, but instead I'm gonna chill here and play with scary. Yeah. Like, that's what's up. Yep. I know. It's the constant struggle, the yeah. balance. It's huge. It's crazy. Well, we've been going for a while. Let's uh, let's shift some gears. Yeah. Do it. some current events. Yeah. But before we do that, I have to take a hot piss. That's perfect. As expected. Do we'll it. Right back. Okay, piss break complete. So my frozen beer uh, thawed, <laughs> and I'm gonna, oh, yeah. I'm gonna try to open it right now. Here we go. I feel like we're on fucking MythBusters. Fuck, I like that it's close here. to my camera. Oh, yeah. oh boy. Nope. Got. Uh, a little spillage, but not bad. That's. Is there any post lava action? No. A little bit. I mean the the whole the not. whole gutter is. You're gonna have to do a little sucky on toppy. <laughs> Sucky. On Get in the there. Mm. Um, Ooh, that perfect. Cold. We were, we were talking about the jujitsu. Have you ever done that, Ryan? I you want like to a, get into it. Yeah, I, I have you, not. Because you're a fit guy, so you already have that going. I'm a doughy. Fat, I mean, we've done it with scary. <laughs> yeah, I practiced on Alan's dog. <laughs> yeah. yeah, do jujitsu with a pit bull. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, she's a good uh, opponent. She, she is, is strong. Oh uh, yeah, that yeah, is a yeah. good dog. I, I've literally actually been sparring with her in the basement. <laughs> That's amazing. That's we awesome. have a little thing like after I feed her, she comes over to Aww. the to like the band she section where yes. where like the band sets up and shit. 
and because she, she likes the big ass carpet, she sees it as like a fucking wrestling mat, it's a jiu jitsu mat. mat. Yeah, yeah. And we practice uh, her defending me, trying to get her back legs. That's and amazing. she's so fast about like twisting <laughs> her butt away from me. That's yeah. amazing. So she's like good. a black belt, just I born a black belt. Love scary so much. So mm. we lived together for a long time, and he'd be gone, or he'd be doing something, or he'd be cool and out on a date. I'd be at home after cutting hair sitting on the couch watching TV with that dog. Oh, yeah. I took her on walks. I have so many videos on my Instagram of me with his dog. Yeah. Actually, even and back in the day when I'd be on, like, dating apps, I'd put pictures of me with Scary. <laughs> girls would be like, is that your dog? Aww. I was always like, you know it's my dog. Girl. Yeah, <laughs> baby. Yep. I love I that dog. That's what you got to do. I love that dog. No shame. Yeah, she's the best. <laughs> I should just fucking bring her in for uh, an episode. Yeah. Yeah, fuck you. Interview yeah, her. I, I love that, man. For some reason, I thought dogs aren't allowed here, but it smells no. like sewage out there. <laughs> yeah, so it smells like sewage. I think Freaking in the dog. If the fucking dude running the place ain't going to clean it, I'm for sure going to bring a dog in here. Literally. It's not like she's going to mess anything up. Yeah. Best dog on the planet. Yeah, she's fantastic. Period. Well, if, if you do try, because <clears throat> I've just, just, just started. I oh, would say have, have an open mind because yep. you th- everyone has this illusion that like you can handle yourself in a street fight. Oh my god, I have I do not have that illusion. Oh, I know I would die. <laughs> but <laughs> no. but you think like, well, if I had to, I could defend myself on right. some some level. Nope. But if there's someone that knows even a month of right, jujitsu, that's the thing. If they have you, any you have, skills, that's it. Yeah, you understand? Me? That's why I need that's to it. go. Yep. I have never felt more helpless and just embarrassed as a fucking person that's amazing yeah. i mean the 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 coach he's a black belt and uh and then i rolled with like a, a blue belt who's maybe a year and a half in yeah and when Terrifying. i say when i say i there's nothing i could do yep i nothing. need you you can't bench them off yep. it doesn't matter if you're stronger yeah this person is like half my size. Oh, oh yeah, and yeah. they can fucking kill me with, their, with their hands yeah terrifying yeah it's fucking terrifying man. 100%. there's so much power there though Oh yeah, and, but then you start like, well, I could do that if I can do that. Yeah, then then like, oh man, it's 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 really addicting. I love that you brought it up because Alan got me into just the idea of jujitsu, and I didn't mm. even watch the fights and right. stuff until I met him, and I got so into it, and I'd be like, Alan, when are we watching the next fight? And he'd be like, Oh, I'm... if he told me he watched something without me, mm-hmm. I legit was like, Hey, bro, you're a real dick because yeah. <laughs> you know I wanted to watch that, so I don't yeah. know what problem we have yeah, now. Yeah, Alan's definitely got me back into it. Well, it's I'd, amazing. Yeah. Well, and then all the guys we've talked about, it plus others like I love Tool mm-hmm, me too. and Maynard. He rolls like oh, he's, right. he's yeah, huge he's into jujitsu. If yeah. you see, there's a big thing. I I, don't, I forget what he got what, his black belt with. Uh, um, oh, uh, Henner Gracie. Yeah, Henner. I was gonna. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, like the fucking top of the yeah, top. Yeah, like the dude. Well, there was a recent documentary on on him, and in it, part of it is him is all about his jujitsu. Yeah, and it's amazing. And then you look at Rogan, all, and then I know, at, like every successful person, Guy Ritchie, Jocko Willink, Jocko, like all of them, and 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 then even and it's funny because I'll lump him in. I'll tell him that he's Ed mentioned O'Neill. this. Yeah, Alan knows Al him. Bundy. One of our front desk guys at the shop is uh, his name's Matt. And he's a little dude, not, oh, man. not not very big, and he's done jujitsu for years. Those and he's dudes. the most confident guy I have ever met in my life. Because he did. knows he can kill you. you yeah, know and, what I'm saying? and it's funny because like, in my head, like you said, he'll say something to me, and I'm like, Matt, shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, and he yeah, looks at yeah. me like, say it again. Say it and again, I'm like, bro. oh my god, like <laughs> yeah. I'm scared, and I, I am know. scared of him. He because he knows killers at that gym. He's terrifying. At any moment, he's your fucking personal scarf. Exactly. (laughs) And he is. He's that guy. Yeah. So you're right. I need to do that because and also it comes back to that whole humbling thing, and just 
I, I think it's just huge mentally. It's also for an exercise. It's exercising in a way that I certainly have never done it. I mean, it's not lifting weights. Yeah. It's not cardio in that yeah. sense. You're. It's like a mix between like cardio and crying. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. well the f- move the fighting side yeah for the out. first year for sure <laughs> i'm yeah. just gonna cry because they'll have yeah. you warm up for 10 15 minutes before you even start rolling yeah so they have you deplete your energy before you even start fighting that's terrifying and i mean you're doing movements that like you've never done like yeah. sliding across the floor backwards on your hip and you're dragging the other foot up and like then you it's like doing a burpee but from the ground and sliding on the mat, oh, the did, whole time your 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 foot's getting mat burn. Did you guys I have do three uh, different band aids on my foot right now? Did like, you guys do shrimping? No, not yet. Oh, Dude. I've seen that. Oh my god, yeah, that's no the gnarliest shit. Gnarliest, and that's that's their warm up. No, and I did that no, once, you. and my fucking I wanted to rip my stomach muscles out the next yeah, day. Yeah, that's. And it, it's just deceit because it looks easy. Dude, like you they make it, it look video. so easy. So easy. Yeah. Nope. The, guy, the, the shirt I'm wearing is Hibero Jiu-Jitsu. Okay. And one of the guys who's his um, uh, Sunday or Sunday, something like that, and Salo. I forget their names. It's the worst fucking Portuguese impression ever. <laughs> but their, their names, those dudes, uh, if you watch their fucking warm-ups, it's the craziest shit ever because they make it, like you said, they make it look so easy. Yeah. Like just getting up from the floor... Like if you're it's kind of hard to explain, but if you're on your like on your hip and your legs, both your legs are pointing to one way, almost like a pussy ass way to sit, you know, yeah. and try to like get back up. Nope. Yeah. And then down again, like just doing that sounds easy. Nope. But try doing that. Yeah. I got wind to go upstairs oh. <laughs> this morning, so that sounds like a challenge. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I know. The, literally, I was telling about the first 30 seconds of stepping on the mat, the like put the gi on. I don't even fucking know how to tie the belt. That's how new yep. I am, right? Yeah. Like literally step on the mat for the first time. Thirty, Start the clock 30 seconds later. I feel like I want to barf. That's yeah. insane. Well, for anybody, if they're I listening mean, or for you guys, what I need, because I've actually been looking into it, I need a gym to go to to try. But with, and I've talked to Matt, the guy at work about this, I need people who are very conscious of not trying to be egotistical in yeah. regard well this is why do your homework it's well, the right in, in regards to showing me how powerful they are because and i know and i know this is a pansy thing to say or whatever my shoulder no. is still so raw and even right now from filming my it's full of that my shoulder is killing me today and i thought of it because i talked to matt i was like do you think i could roll or do this or that and he grabbed my arm he did a little thing he's like how's that feel i was like terrible he goes you should probably wait a few more months yeah i'm I'll so see, scared of getting in there guys and having been it doing torn. it for a long time so he's used to like actually yeah. sparring with people yeah i likely won't spar for six months you i know probably saying? I don't know it, if it I takes a would. long time and i just i want there's a learn. lot you can do right now before well, I would hope. It's just if I tear well, this out again, it's a business. I'm they screwed. want they want new white belts. I mean, white belts is what keeps this industry going. So Ugh. they're not going to chase you away. And if you I if you say not. right out of the gate, like I got an injury here, that's a liability issue for them exactly. if they if they fuck with you. Ooh, that's a good point. So like they're not they're going to yeah. be like, okay, well, and yeah. they'll put an asterisk yeah. on your. On I your did that. I'm like my my fucking. I mean, I'm just like tore up. Yeah, my right shoulder's fucked. If I even like land on my knee at all, like the top of the point, it's excruciating painful. And that's jujitsu. I'm going to be on my knee all the fucking time. Yeah. Well, but and that he's just like you'll learn. You have to adapt. Everyone here has got fucking aches and boobs. I was just gonna Everyone. say that shit plus plus injuries is like peanut butter and jelly. Like that's every dude that does jujitsu. Everyone, all of especially like the big name dude. All of them have neck issues to where yep. they need like legit surgery yep. and 
fucking yeah, readjustments. Depends on how you want to take it. I mean, right. like, I just need to get over it. And just if go. you want to be a world that's champion, that that's going to happen. If you yeah. just want to do it because it's going to help your career and it's going to help you lose weight and do, you know just focus. Yeah, that's more my thing. Well, like, and depending on your injury, I would have to wonder: is there an argument that? working out would then strengthen the area and kind of right. potentially help, you know, become 100%. almost like a rehab. 100%. Well, it's funny you say it because I actually, I'm in more pain lately since I stopped working right. out. Oh, right. Because when I was and I was doing the shoulder stuff I was talking about, I was like, fuck with me. And now yeah. I'm like, please don't bump into me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's funny how quickly that changes. Yep. You know? Well, dude, Chris Kinney, you know Chris Kinney. Oh, oh his arm? Dude, he oh. has he has an, uh, a shoulder that I've legit seen yeah. pop out, yeah. like oh. Lethal Weapon style seven times yeah like I, he, he can't do anything we were oh, all we we're it's all terrifying two summers ago we all jumped off Poor a bridge guy. he had to sit in an inner tube and watch us because he I was remember. like my shit will pop out yeah oh, man yeah like well, he just bomber. he can't do any he, he doesn't even want to go floating this summer yeah because like if i fall out it'll pop out like oh we're going by the way oh 100%. i've missed the past couple because of my shoulder and yeah. now this year i'm like no way am i missing i'm dude i'll uh, tell you this real quick uh because uh, i know we got to get to news yeah. but just about floating i'm so pumped because it literally just became may and i've had legitimately it's 15 15 to 20 people hit me up preemptively about Seriously? going which uh. is such a great sign dude let's do i it. think it's going to be a good summer cuz we've had those springs where like people don't say shit until like january or july 15th yeah. right and you're like hey whoa it's okay, summer's almost done, done. Yeah. like what are we doing here yeah so, so I have to go. There. We're yeah. going. Yeah, yeah. I'm very pumped. We're, we're going to hit some uh, different spots. We'll do we'll do Clackamas. We'll do Washougal. I'm in. Sandy. Oh, Washougal is the best. Uh, I'm in. Dude, that's all I hear, and I've never done it. No, yeah. Same. I fucked up my shoulder at Washougal, actually. Really? On a rope swing. Into the, um, I won't do be you know, doing that. You know Adam Pike, right? <laughs> uh, no, of you know him. him. Wait, 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 wait. Adam Pike, uh, who works with... Uh, Red Fang? Ryan's, yeah. Ryan's yeah. who I... I told James about this. We were going to go to his birthday party. Oh, okay. Tell him... To email me or go to my website and say hi and say what's up. I cut his hair forever, and oh, I stopped wow. cutting it after I think right after I got my surgery. So you're just I trying to get in touch with him. I haven't seen him in forever. I definitely he's, will. He's been on the show too. What? He's the best. Tell and, him. and he's a huge. He's into floating. So if you guys go, definitely invite him. Oh it's yeah, no, him I, and the Red Fang guys. They'll go like I love that dude. Seventy deep. I oh, mean, I'm sure. Just a horde. See, of that's my sure. dream. I can never yes. get enough fucking people. Yes, at, that's what I've been trying take to us do. with God. you. Yeah, yeah. No, I love. I haven't like seen one of the guys in Mastodon. Show, like, oh, I'm sure they go like rent or whatever. Crazy yeah. Fucking, yeah. 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 Last time I saw Metal him was dudes. when they got done doing a thing with the Foo Fighters. Yeah. And I was like, Yo, why wasn't I with you? For yeah, <laughs> like, for real. Tell him I said what's up. That's Adam Pike stood in a dressing room with Dave Grohl. Yep. His wife and Dave Grohl's kids. Yep. Just. Just, just hanging that. out. Just, just jerking off. Out. Yep. <laughs> just, yeah. I mean, that's the part he doesn't just talk about. Dave's house. just used to it. He yep. didn't even have... Yeah, Dave would be. I think that's one of the few people that I would probably... I mean, that's like the... I, I can't even talk about how I wouldn't be able to talk. Like, Dave's on another level. I'm getting tongue twisted just thinking about that moment. I'd just be like, hi, you make me smile. Yeah. <laughs> Something yeah. totally weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would cry. All right, let's fucking do current events. This is going to be an eight-hour podcast. <laughs> okay, um... So the very first thing is uh, Instagram potentially testing out the no likes thing. You're going to test it out in Canada, which I still think is <laughs> so <laughs> good. fucking <laughs> Canada is just. They're so nice. Yeah, Blame you can do Canada. that. To us. God, we'll do it. Um, no problem. Yeah, what? I mean, I, I literally just heard about this. So uh, and it looks so different, too. Like even right there, those pictures. Oh, right. How long sample. are they going to do that? To test only in Canada uh, and likes will be hidden in the feed. Yeah. Permalinked pages and on profiles. Okay. 
It wants them to focus on the photos and videos you share, not how many likes they get. Yes. Right. Their goal is to improve the quality of content, which is, I think, great for pushing content. But then it does, it's interesting for people that maybe are influencers. How does that yeah. then I mean, this is a whole business that changes now. the game? This is an industry. Well, here's That's how my, I get my business. <laughs> my very first question is that I know that likes have a lot to do with the algorithm. And what I'm reading here is that they're hiding them, not removing them. It'll yes. still be part so of it. still in there. Oh, right. right. Okay. So, I feel so like, then it's almost like, what's the point? See, yeah. So how do you guys feel about this? Like. I, I bet mean, you there's I, background apps that could still count them. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens. Oh, you know that that's... Somebody's yeah. keeping track. Yeah. For I, sure. It's marketing. Yeah. my th I think this is a step in the right direction, but this doesn't... It doesn't It doesn't do a lot for me. And then the fact that they're testing it on Canada and shit. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, how are we... Are we going to get a memo every six months yeah. or something? I don't know. Yeah. It's, yeah. Unless they're gone, gone. Know. Not just hidden, but gone. Because if you're focusing on mental health... Yeah, because like that's one of the things they talk about. They talk about content, but then everybody else talking about it is talking about what does it do to you emotionally? Yeah, it is very fuck. interesting. But I mean, maybe they can do like an age limit. You know, like maybe it's just terrible for kids. Not a bad like, idea. You know? Yeah. I've got a question. This is where. So say Andy Frisella was in the room. This is where I think somebody like him would be like when he talks about and we've you guys have probably heard about this, but. He'll be like, if you get a medal for last place, right? That's the reason you're weak. Mm -hmm. Like that whole thing. Like yeah. you don't deserve a medal for losing. Like you should lose and learn what it tastes like to lose and learn how to get better. Mm -hmm. So our likes and things like that, if they're not manipulated, let's put that as an asterisk. If it's not manipulated, if you're not doing well, that's on you. And maybe you should work harder. That's right. like just. Well, an, but I'm, I'm even just if saying, they get rid of the likes, though, because I agree with you, but there's still going to be. You can still see how many people people follow you right they're not right. getting rid I of think that so. yeah that'll still be there so that's interesting so isn't that more to me that that seems like more of the achievement that's my whole point with this it's all it's a little half cocked it does depend though um you could have a page that doesn't have a ton of followers but your engagement can be above an average which mm. makes you viable to companies so even right. at a lower rate your content is actually reaching those who do follow you. exactly yeah. like i have a friend right now who you should see her puppy um she's got a like a puppy account and it's it's for her dog obi which is a deaf pit bull and oh hell yeah and it's the best dog ever now the, their account has barely like a thousand followers but they're getting like thousands and thousands of likes and yeah. hundreds of comments so their engagement crushes their followers so that makes them viable to companies and then you put that on a scale of somebody that has maybe twenty thousand followers think what they can do so it really just does depend so it's like those people that use bots to get a bunch of followers you can right. tell because it's like oh yeah oh, you have twenty five thousand followers i laugh one so comment? hard when i see that because i know a ton of people that right well not a ton but i, I see people i'm like when did this guy get twenty five thousand? and then you look he's got 60 likes on the yeah. every post for two months and i'm like buddy huh. well yeah because then those money. those people have a big number <laughs> on their page but then all of their posts there's just tumbleweeds. Exactly. Like exactly. no one's giving exactly. a fuck really. And that's that's the big quality I'd I think is engagement. Yeah. yeah. I'd yeah. rather have a thousand true fans, period. Absolutely. And get more engagement. Because it does make a difference. Are you a fan of Gary Vaynerchuk? I love Gary Yeah. I've preached for him forever. <laughs> and one of the things he talks about is just this. Like, don't because yeah. we're we're talking about podcast downloads and like, oh, we should be more and stuff. But the things the numbers we do have mm -hmm. We should be really proud of that. If you get that 100%. amount of people in a room, 100%. that's a ton of fucking people. Oh, yeah. And and it's also people that are, they always listen to the show. Yep. This number of people, I and because I, I follow up on this shit, they, they listen to it every fucking week. They do engage. And so like that, I'm proud of that, man. And you I'd rather have be. a small, yeah. This, yeah. this has been a real conversation be, between James and I. We'll be on the phone and he's like, man, we only got like, 
you know, why did we only get a hundred downloads on that fucking? And then I'll be like, how did we get a hundred? <laughs> like, <laughs> who, who the are fuck we? wants to hear our opinion? Yeah. Like, how is that happening? It's amazing. It's cool. You look at the map of like who's downloading it. And there's like a couple people in Australia. Yeah. Dude, there's uh two people in Norway yep. every single week. And that's amazing. Same two people in Norway. Dude, that's tight. That's and that says something, insane. though, because you know they people. tell somebody or it comes in conversation and it will happen. And the biggest thing for you guys is cool. now, because I know you have to like do the audio, but it's figuring out a way to capitalize on video and other stuff. Because yeah. you mentioned Gary, like I've like I follow D-Rock. You know, yeah, so like his yeah. guys and D Rock likes he'll like my stuff. I'll follow cool. his stuff and I'm like he'll he'll like something I do and I'm like Dope. Hello, people. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to like they've had a couple openings and I've done everything I can to try and get a job for mm. Team Gary V. All right. And I, I never get that. it, but like D Rock will always like my stuff for like and I'm always like, I'm this close. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually with Andy too, they've got a big opening on their team and I've been gunning for it. You haven't heard know, back, man. but I've been trying. But um anyways, I just brought that up because that you're just you're you're right there because every single little snippet and it's what Gary does. You take I know fifteen of these things from in here. You make a minute clip of it. You put it up and you do it just the right way. That's how boom, I know. Boom, boom, it, that's boom, what boom. we need. Yeah, it's it's, it's just big. a matter of time. But if Gary were sitting here, he'd be like figure that out. Well, if Gary were sitting here, he'd say that's you. You can't even use that because yeah. literally. Yeah. Yeah. You got your clips. Right. Right. You I know. I mean, we can use. These the audio clip can be cut up into so many different things. Yep. Just oh, the yeah. audio alone. And you could find yeah. stock footage and put this conversation exactly. under stock footage. I know. Done. I know. Yeah. And, and Alan can do that things we too. Do. Like he's supposed to teach me Photoshop stuff the in problems, return we're for video both stuff. Already yeah. stretched thin, so that's why we're getting help. And oh yeah, Jacob yeah. comes. Oh, in. you mean you don't want to be more busy? Overproductive? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you talk about uh, hitting up Gary Vee and stuff because I I have a small hobby of like. Fucking egging him on, trolling him and shit. <laughs> yes. I've commented multiple times. He's like, "Oh, so and so, my designer put this together." I'm like, "Yo, that's whack as shit." You know better than that, dude. <laughs> oh my like, god, holler at me. What are you doing? That is amazing. And I'll say, I'll say that shit all the time. All co- he's never replied, and one of these days, so. one of these days he will. So. I'll always be like, "Dude, you're Gary V, right?" Like, oh my god, it should be a little bit better. Like. It never, you never would. get a response. You would. Which is fine. I love that. Because well, here's the thing. He'd hit me up to do stuff, and I'd be like, I'm too busy. <laughs> I, I know this isn't your point because you're you're funny and you like to do that. Oh, um, that's so good. But one of the things I love about Gary Vee is that he, his whole, like one of the biggest messages for people is to just go and do it. Yeah. yeah. Don't overthink it. Like yeah. you just held up your phone just a second ago. Yeah. Like if you don't have a camera, then you have one in your fucking yeah. pocket all day. Yeah, you've got mm-hmm. a phone. But, uh, Steven Soderbergh films one of my favorite movies yep. on a on an iPhone. Yep, called that, Unsane. That's crazy. It's out, uh, like a year, two years ago. Something that's like that. crazy. It's fucking nuts. incredible. That's yeah. amazing. It's me. incredible. That's filmed nuts. on an iPhone. That's nuts. And he did that just to punk everyone, just to be like, "Hey, you can do this, guys. Yeah, you can do it. No oh, excuse. Yeah. The fact that I've shot no excuse, commercials yeah. with that camera, right, is hilarious. I mean, I'm yeah. looking at this kid. It's fucking. Yeah. Seen some days, man. Yeah, it's yeah. a small little setup, but it's but it all works. and yeah. it's all in story. Again, mm-hmm. it's all content. It's yeah. all that that story, the balls of it, and that does change everything. Yeah. So that again, I think, right to loop that back into it, the content with the likes, maybe it's a good thing because it pushes content. But Alan is right; if it doesn't have texture underneath it to show that it actually doesn't matter, then it doesn't mean anything. It's just mm. a gimmick at this yeah. point to get press. <laughs> well, we'll see. Yeah, All right, next piece of news. Uh, John Singleton, dead as fuck, 51. Whoa. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How, uh, <laughs> I just realized what he <laughs> said. After he said that. How, uh, how you know, do you get used to it, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he suffered a stroke. 
Oh, that's at fifty one. Oh, that's a bummer. So, James, you're a movie guy. Other than Boys in the yeah. Hood, what what has he done? I don't really know, to be honest with you. Yeah, a lot of stuff. I think. Bummer. Yeah. Rosewood. Oh Rosewood. wow. Rosewood. Hmm. What else? Shaft. With Samuel Jackson. Shaft. Okay. Oh wow. Too fast, too furious. Okay. Wow. Too fast, too furious. All right. Because I, I definitely know the name. Yeah. Baby boy. Baby oh wow. Baby oh, okay. boy. Mm-hmm. Wow. I didn't realize that. Cool. That's crazy, though. 51 is young. And also, really he young. was in uh, Green Mile, so that's sick, too. No, that's no. not the same. Oh, is that not the same? Okay. That guy's hilarious. actually dead, too. You thought it was John Coffey? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, yeah, I thought it was uh, <laughs> Michael Clark Duncan. <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice fucking pull, that actor name there, Alan. Yeah. That's my, you know, that's my wife's super, superpower. Oh, is She it can't really? remember yesterday. But names. But she can remember the name of every actor That's in history. Crazy. Like the most obscure of, fucking person dude, in the background. That's him with musicians. Yeah. Have you have yeah, you guys seen uh, Slam and Salmon? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> most people. So real quick, that's a rare reaction. That's a normal reaction, <laughs> and that? that's a normal reaction. I, what is James that? went huh uh, <laughs> and fucking Ryan <laughs> laughed, and Jake goes oh yeah. So, okay. oh yeah, is very rare. But anyway, it stars Michael Clark Duncan. He's this fucking dumbass <laughs> boxer that owns a restaurant, and he's fucking hilarious because he slaughters words all the time. So he's trying to tell somebody about how he punched somebody's head off his shoulders, and he's like, "I damn near depacitated him." <laughs> Dude, it is. Uh, he's intentionally doing that. Yes. So it's a comedy. Yes, it's a comedy. It's oh, got okay. a lot of the. Um, oh my god. He's, he was in like Friday. I've got to see that yes. Shit. Yeah. Or no, that what? he wasn't. That, got, is that a different black Devo? guy? Yes. Oh, was boy. Because that? that's, oh, my, no. that's oh my, my go-to We're show. We're into racist oh, yeah. real quick here. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> Big black guys oh, all yeah. the same. Uh, yeah, for sure. I love Samuel L. Jackson in uh, Matrix. That, that was the, the shit. It's not. It's Lawrence Fishburne. But uh, yeah. Dude, this kind of works into a bit. We were just talking. Uh, oh, my God. I don't know if I've brought this up on the, the show before, but uh, I started this bit at the Rise office, the dude that confuses songs. Have I ever brought that up on this show? <laughs> no. Dude, it's my favorite thing it. about my life. It's my favorite accomplishment. So it's just this guy that uh, <laughs> it's the stupidest character, but he'll just do shit like... Um, and be like, oh, dude, 311? That's like my favorite fucking band. Uh, you're my butterfly. Yeah, yeah, Sugar, yeah. baby. baby. <laughs> like, but you just do it with multiple songs. I did one. Full uh, confidence. The yeah, one, yeah. yeah, the one today was. Uh, <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> the one today was, uh, dude, Smash Mouth, greatest band of all time. It's yeah. been one week since <laughs> <laughs> He's like super confident oh, about dude. it. Oh, you're my like, God. Something's off about that. It's I, fucking I my favorite like thing. Somebody from SNL is going to hear that and steal, steal it. Hey, you know what? Rip it off. Yeah. I don't have time to Take do it. sketch yeah. comedy. So. Do you know who Andrew oh, Santino is? You know that. Yes, right, of guy? course. I yes. fucking love that guy. He's got a thing. He, he was on the Fighter and the Kid podcast and he was doing an accent. And it was totally not accurate at all. And they're like, eh, that's not an Irish accent. It was yeah. like Jamaican. He's like, this is an Irish accent. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, couscous man, so fruit good. and veggie couscous. man. Oh, my God. And he just goes down like, okay, now do a Japanese accent. It's like Russian. Yeah, it's yeah. So fucking good. Oh, that makes me so happy. That's my fit. Dude, absurdist comedy is the best. Like, just- I know. I like when people... I, I know they just go for the dumb joke because honestly what makes Ugh. it what makes it is the confidence right like I like to open with like yo corn don't even fucking talk to me about corn, yeah. dude one nothing wrong with me <laughs> two nothing wrong. like it's the confidence of like that's my favorite band of all time you just, just sell it don't You're even like, fucking uh, bring that shit up you right. just sell it that's the best part yeah uh, there can't be a pause either like you yeah. have to have the song and then the only other the only other kind of niche with that is you got to know your audience, obviously. Yeah. Like, yeah, because my mom would be like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, she would think well, that's I've heard the that song. Yeah. I didn't know that was corn. That's fun. And then right. the joke is lost. So it's got to right. be. You know. Actually, my mom might. 
she grew yeah, up I can, me yeah. and my stupid friends. She always surprised me. She's like, oh, Deftones? Yeah, you saw Deftones. Like, she mm-hmm. fucking knows these bands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hilarious. Oh, that's That awesome. mom memory. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, so. All right, well, rest in peace, John Singleton. Yep. Damn. Sorry that we announced your death and then laughed for fucking <laughs> yeah. 15 Jesus. minutes. And referred to you as John Coffee. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> oh, man. Disrespectful motherfuckers. That was brutal. So disrespectful. Uh, we've got. Uh oh. How long Secret is this? Crush. Five minutes. All right, so we're not going to watch the video. I'll just read. Um, Facebook unveils secret crush for dating plus other app features. What? Yeah. What does that mean? So we've got uh, Facebook unveiled new features for its family of apps on Tuesday, including a new dating feature called Secret Crush. I hate that name. Yeah, terrible. Terrible. So sophomoric. It's kind of creepy. Um, I'm trying to see if I can like pull some. A Tinder-like feature. Yeah. So they're just trying to go for the whole market now. All the other stuff. The future is private, Zuckerberg said, explaining that his companies would use simple ways to share payments and location. <laughs> Over time, I believe a private social platform will be Weird. even more important in our lives and our digital than our own digital town squares. What? Kind of terrifying. Yeah, so it seems like details are a little sparse on the uh, the app itself. That's either going to be huge or tank so hard. Yeah, I it's feel like there's no middle ground there. I feel like the last thing, listen, as a single guy, like I'm on all the dating apps. Like I, <laughs> a lot of them are trash. You know, OkCupid okay is the fucking trailer park. Yeah, that's like terrifying. it's terrifying. Uh, Match. <laughs> I, I have no shit. <laughs> I don't know if I. You guys might have seen my Instagram story not too long ago, but I got hit up by a 50 year old woman named Dina. I laughed so hard when oh, I read that. Oh my god, dude! And you know what? That's the kind of interaction I'm getting on Match. Yeah, it's just. It's horrendous. It's a lot of lonely 45-plus-year-old women. What did you say on that? You were like, nice try, Dina. Yeah, I said, nice try, Dina. Also, was Abraham Lincoln cool in real life? Uh, So disrespectful. (laughs) It's just not even... (laughs) She's just trying to reach out and get a little love, and I'm fucking killing her. (laughs) What's Abraham Lincoln? But anyway, I just... I don't know. I don't know that we... You know, like I said, details are sparse with this, but maybe it's... The shit maybe they're they're really thinking about how to make dating apps cooler i just feel like facebook is already so creepy yeah the last thing i want them doing is getting involved in my love life Dude, yeah absolutely. i'm gonna own everything yeah be like fucking amazon of social media yeah yeah it's really they already it's own going. instagram too Fuck, dude. Don't forget that. Those aren't two separate things. Yeah, that's one thing. Also, when I think dating, I think Mark Zuckerberg's weird fucking face. Yeah, right. That is the least appealing. That's not bringing you in. Yeah. At least least think Bezos, because that guy, like, upgraded himself. Have you seen, you guys have seen, A, the pictures from the Amazon office back in the day. It's the best thing ever. And my then, favorite thing ever. Have you seen the ones where he's got like the vest? Yeah, and he's walking, and you're like, "Who is this jacked mother?" And yeah, yeah. Like, That's Bezos. Yep. He looks like a tank. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. insane. He's like an Avengers fucking supervillain. He really with is. the weird eye and. I'm like, Wait, hey, good for really? him. All we I should think all about strive to be like that guy. How <laughs> horrible was his wife that he was like, "Oh yeah, hundred billion, take it, oh, leave God. me alone, <laughs> like, take this I money never and thought walk." Of that. He's like, "Yeah, Yo, that's cool. I'll be fine." Like the third richest woman or some shit yeah, now. Probably. She's like, I think in the top 10 richest in the world now. Yeah. Isn't that yeah. correct? I, something like that. Yeah, no. And how cool is it that she totally earned it too? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Good for her. That's uh, one of my favorite uh, jokes from uh, Bill Burr right there. Oh, yeah. It's the best. Yeah. Because yeah, he'll the, rant on that for days. Tiger uh, Woods' wife gets fucking 50 million, never made never, a putt in her life. Never hit a chip <laughs> shot in her life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is the? What does he say? What is that called though? It's... Uh, Oh, uh, when well, he says an, epi- whores an, an epidemic, epidemic of gold digging yep. whores. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. There's that, another great man you, falls. You, you could ask Alan. He turned me on to, uh, on to Bill Burr a oh, long time dude. ago. And he, I've just, 
I got it's too good. Where's the king? It's just too good. He's yeah, the he's, king right now. He's perfect. And you know what? He's the one, if you listen to other comedians on podcasts, he's always one of three that they bring up right now. Oh, you know? yeah. Like, for dudes murdering, they, oh, yeah. it's usually him, Chris D'Elia. That used to be Kevin Hart. Yeah. But now it's like Dave Chappelle, maybe. Tom Segura yeah. in Numbers is doing really good. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Dude, ever since Louis dropped out, it's ooh, like yeah. he, he opened up a big yeah. yeah. Yep. He, he opened up a big hole. He dropped that big well. He's uh, gonna be back though. Yeah. Burr has oh. been doing the podcast thing though longer than it. I think yeah. as long as Rogan or maybe longer. just as long. Not, not is as it longer? Yeah, because it was really? always by himself. Yeah. Like, Jesus. It's funny to hear those old ones because even his voice is higher and he's like, what am I doing? He's yeah. just talking and it's always been himself. Yeah. Always by himself. It's I great. love that. And I love that like he'll do his he doesn't give a fuck who no. who it is or what no. the sponsor Things is. He says he's always himself. I'm like, yeah. I can't Jerry's berries. Yeah. <laughs> he's getting Jerry's fired berries. from I think he said like twenty different sponsors. Oh, dude, because no, he just shits on him. No, the yeah. best one is this one. <laughs> yeah, that one's great. Sometimes that so pause, good. that pause will be like forty-five whole fucking seconds. Yeah, I know. Like leave, the and that's that's back. his silent fuck you. Like yeah. ZipRecruiter, if you don't like it, leave quit, it. quit sending you. me twenty-five dollars. I don't need it. Yeah, me undies, exactly. me undies. Yeah, so uh, fucking good. That guy is gold. Oh man. All right, let's keep blasting. Okay, we've got your movie pick. Yeah. Real, real quick, uh, MMA news. Brock Lesnar's not coming back. That's about the end of that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, done. So I have this crazy random video to show you guys. It is one of my... It might be in my top 15 all-time for internet videos. So James knows I was like really big into wrestling just as a kid. Yeah. You know, I unlike a lot of people, I fucking grew up and I don't watch it anymore. But <laughs> yeah. uh, Scott Steiner was a part of the Steiner <laughs> brothers, Rick and Scott, whatever. Uh he funny dude, but he's just he's one of those guys that he is so many steroids. He was trying to be uh, what's the fucking word? He wanted to be like verbally charming and shit. He wanted to be a talker and okay. have, have good promos. Yeah. Mm. And they were all fucking train wrecks. That's amazing. And this one might be the biggest train wreck. And unfortunately, if you're listening, it's still going to be hilarious. Oh, I'm but so it's, excited. It's funnier for us because somebody took the time to make a visual for it. Oh, even better. It never doesn't make me laugh. It is right. so fucking good. I'm so excited right now. You know, they say all men are created equal. But you look at me and you look at small Joe, and you can see that statement is not true. See, normally if you go one-on-one with another wrestler, you got a 50-50 chance of winning. But I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not normal. So you got a 25% at best at beating me. Oh my and then God. you add Kurt Angle to the mix, your chances of winning drastically go down. See, the three-way at sacrifice, you got a 33 and third chance of winning. Skipping words. His head gets so hot That's from amazing. doing math, he fucks up the name of his opponent. Oh. At the end, he says, Senor Joe. <laughs> Senor Joe? It's Christian fucking, it's, it's Samoa Joe. Like, sounds like he yeah. said it's it right Samoa twice. Joe. Senor Joe. Oh, That's, fucking That's genius, the best thing. I... That is amazing. It's oh. real good. Um, somehow we got to get that on the Instagram story. Oh, my God. 
That I, was I have a clip grab app. You can download YouTube okay. files and save them as you have to MP3s. post that. It's way too good. And yeah, the thing the is, it's thing so good. like that video is one that like I don't I didn't even look to see how many views oh. it has, but I don't think it ever went viral and it fucking should have. Ten, uh, ten million. It went viral. Not bad. Wait, so yeah. who did it? Uh, Just some dude? I mean, shout out AJ Mahody, or is that an N? Thanks, <laughs> AJ. I love the internet. Yeah. yeah 2011. That's been a, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. Wow. That's basically ancient. Yeah. I love in it. In the internet world, yeah. Yeah. Dude. So, so now, Fuck. at this point in the office, because of course I had to show a couple people at the Rise office. <laughs> of now, course. Now the go-to thing is like if we talk about like how how well a band is going to do first week or something. It's like, yeah. well, there's probably like a 33 and a third chance. They do like, <laughs> and then one of us will be like, okay, but real quick, what if we get Kurt Angle involved though? <laughs> Every time. That oh, I got to start using that. I got to show everybody I know that. Uh, ready for the movie pick? I am. <clears throat> this week, uh, Ryan, every week I do a movie pick. I'm Uh-oh. a big, what do you call it? Cinephile. 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 Big movie guy. I love and it. And this week we're going to do I, Tanya. Have okay. you seen this movie? I've heard about it. It's really good. It's super it? funny, too. Yeah, okay. really campy. Really Check this out, James. Really fucking well done. Guess where I saw it? What? In a movie theater. Did you know? I did. No. All right. You went and saw this? All that shit talking wow. about movie theaters. Wow. Yeah. Props Man, to me. I'm so proud. Props to me. I yeah, knew James I would uh, like that. I like to thank my parents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> speech. I don't remember you ever going to movies. I know. James and I got into it about movie theaters and their relevance yeah. in, in wow. uh, the general public and... Wow. But anyway, I that's, went that's and I love I love this movie. I fully that's support cool. this this pick. Nice man, is great. I'm almost stunned. Yeah, wow. uh, this is also about a local local gal. Do you remember mm-hmm. the Tanya Harding? Oh, Nancy I remember it vividly story? when it happened. Like as a kid watching it, I was like, yeah, I don't you, get what's happening here. I was still in yeah. California, so <laughs> you Oregon kids got to. Oh yeah. See this. Apparently, she's from like Gresham or some shit. Yes. It's a board. Okay, yeah. That she she just sense. lived in Gresham for a long time or some shit. Yeah, yeah. That's... Yeah. It's it's so funny because the way they did it is they took uh, real interviews with her and her mom and her, the security guard, a uh, oh, self-appointed he's, security he's guard. the best part. The, the best. <laughs> the funniest fucking guy. I love that actor. He's hilarious, too. Yeah, he nails it. Um, And just totally lies, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he was working for the CIA and shit. So fucking crazy. Uh, anyway, r- fucking rad movie. So they they tell the story, but like through the through the lens of like it's not did it happen, but why did it happen? And okay. How did it happen? Was she really responsible for it? Did it go down? Yeah, it's really yeah. it's really fucking well done and okay. really funny. And the mom, and Margot Robbie, somehow they made her look not hot, which that's, doesn't seem possible. That's my that's favorite terrifying. thing is they go, hey, who do yeah. we get to play this gremlin Tanya Harding? Uh, how about Margot fucking Robbie? Bangs. She's a ten. Yeah, <laughs> like what are you doing? What is yeah. with? Us? The Insane. only thing I don't I like her. about this movie is when they they show her figure skating. They super like they have a real skater, mm-hmm. real figure skater, and then they superimpose Margot Robbie's face. It just uh, it's didn't, not it didn't, it didn't pull. Yeah. It's a little funky. The, the actress that plays the mother, she was oh, she yeah, nominated or did she yeah. win an award? Yeah, she, she won, won an award. Yeah, really. She yeah, murders she's it. So she was from like the West Wing and a bunch of other shit. She's a legit piece of shit. She plays a piece of shit so good, like just a cold, the, the worst abusive mom, icy heart. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Chain just, smoking okay. with that fucking parrot on the shoulder. Yeah. That's yeah. all real. That there's a real interview where this bitch is doing that. Such she's flicking off this fucking bird. Wow. There's no such thing as truth. Why? Why? Everyone has their own truth. That was a dope shot. Yeah. I 
was the best figure skater in the world at one point in time. Love the song, by the way. Yeah. Great song. Skate. Stop talking to her. That girl is your enemy. That's supposed to be the Lord's oh. Jeff was my first date ever. Oh, that husband. Mm. And my mom came. That lady. You need to see a wholesome American family. I don't have a wholesome American family. Nothing's ever your fault. I was embarrassed for you. My entire life, I've been told I wouldn't amount to anything. You know what? Maybe I would. Oh. How do I get a fair shot here? We also judge on presentation. We're gonna need it even the playing field. I know a guy who shouldn't even be saying his name. Derek. <laughs> oh, I've got to see this. It's so good. Can you tell us about Tanya Harding? I don't know a Tony Harding. What? <laughs> 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 Tony? When I was a kid, did you ever love me? I made you a champion, knowing you'd hate me for it. That's the sacrifice a mother makes. He cursed me. America. They want someone to love. But they want someone to hate. Friggin' person bashes in their friend's knee. Who would do that to a friend? Stop that. <laughs> Fucking parrot. <laughs> Such a gross. How detail. have I not oh. seen that? It's great. Wow. Fuck, man. Yeah, it's I, not very long either. It's like just one of those. Easy movies to oh, put on. Oh, perfect! Watch. I'm, mm -hmm. you know, in six months when I get a break from editing, yeah. I'm totally yeah. gonna check yeah. this. When out. you have time, I have. Oh God! Well, uh, thanks for being on the show, man. Yeah, man. Thank that you guys really for fun. having me. This is a really great episode. Yeah, I that, appreciate it. Especially the Margot Robbie part. That was yeah. That was gold, dude. Her in the Wolf of Wall Street. God oh, damn it. don't even bring that up. Want to yeah. keep up life? When I see that's that. why I have to stay editing so I don't have to face reality. Yeah. That, like, oh. That's not my life. I know. <laughs> wow. Way too hot. Yeah. Oh. Shit's rough. It's unfair. Too hot. She's not even my type, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, she's everyone's type at that point. Mm -hmm. Totally. It's a problem. Yeah, Oof. that was good. No, thank you guys for having me. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, uh, Real pleasure. If thank people want to hook up with you, they want to contact you, they want you to work for them so or whatever. Facebook secret crush. That's how you find me. Okay. Uh, Sick callback. Like yeah. I'm doing the marketing campaign. Crush, for secret crush. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just my name, Ryan Chisesi, R-Y-A-N-C-H-I-S-E-S-I. -S -S -E -S -S Thanks, family. Um, yeah. At, uh, um, I don't even know my own stuff. At RyanChisesi.com or uh, Ryan Chisesi on Instagram or Facebook. And Sweet. that's my email at Gmail. Cool. Email Gmail. We'll I like uh, it. We'll ah. put it all in the show notes too, cool. and make thank sure you people guys. know, tag you, and all that good stuff. Yeah, thank you for having me. This is seriously yeah, an man. honor. I really appreciate it. A good it. one. This is why I waited. I because I, I obviously you came to mind early on, but I was like, we got to get the room right. Don't Let's lie, get man. our audio right. I trust me. I <laughs> yeah, brought your yeah, name nice, up for weeks. That's and I was awesome. just like, we're gonna wait until it's a little more presentable. So no, I love it. Seriously, I I can't wait to come back. I'm well, yeah, I was gonna it. say you're welcome to come back anytime, man. Yeah. If you want to. Just you know, sit and hang and talk. Well, yeah, I mean, you're also the video guy. You're like the yeah. only video guy I know. There so we go. You want to come over and go. be a part of it? We'll uh, 
you know, help you out wherever we can. Tell that to the guys at Red Fang with the whole crew now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for real. exactly. God. For hook, sure. Hook a boy up. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, you never know. <laughs> cool, man. Thank you, guys. Anything else, guys? I don't think so. Okay. Well, uh, as usual, the only fee for you to listen to the show is to pretty please go and tell one person. Um, and if you have an extra minute, you can rate and review the show on iTunes. That helps us out a lot. But more importantly, just tell one person. Turn to your neighbor. Turn to your friend. Turn to your girlfriend. And uh, poke him in the butt and say, listen to the Stateside Podcast. Yeah, I like that. I'm into it. Look at look at your girlfriend and poke him in the butt. Yeah. <laughs> look at your girlfriend and poke him in the butt. <laughs> we're we're fluid. Yeah. <laughs> yep. A lot um, of fluids. <laughs> oh. I think that's pretty much it. I think next week we're gonna go guestless. I Most think. likely, yeah. That's kind of the rhythm these days. Yep. But uh, other than that, follow us at the Stateside Podcast on Instagram, and we're trying to grow that account. It's a brand new account, so go and give us a follow. And apparently the likes don't matter, so just follow us. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Fuck Amanda. it. All right, let's let this guy go and let the audience go. All righty. Thanks, man. Bye, guys. Bye. Later, everybody. Sit down, Get Paul. It. Isn't his quest for glory? Give it all you got to, to fight to the top. So we can know your story. Man, is it the woman in his arms? Just cause she has big titties Or is it the way he fights every day? No, it's probably the titties Now you're a male A male, male, male Now you're a male, male Male, 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 male Now you're a male M-A-N, man, man Male, male, male Hey, this is Steve Choi, host of the Musicians Guild Podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Within the four walls of the Musicians Guild, we'll be discussing the habits, idiosyncrasies, experiences, and general psychology of my friends and peers all involved with music in various capacities. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com.